Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Palmer bet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Spring ahead of allergy season with Telfast 180 milligrams, 30 tablets, now just $7.99 at Chemist Warehouse. This is Baz and Izzy for breakfast on ECNZ. Good morning, you're listening to Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SCNZ, SCNZ, it is Friday the 1st of October, yes, 1st of October, it's the 1st of the month, how good, we've made it to October, and what has been an interesting year, interesting year, it is just after 6 in the morning, here on Baz and Izzy for breakfast, and well we've got a great show for you today, to finish the week off strong, bring it home before we get into our big weekend of sport and racing. Uh, early on this morning, we're just going to talk about the All Black selections. Keen to talk about them and keen for your thoughts too. We spoke about it briefly. I wasn't too far off. Um, Rico Yuani started on the left wing. I had Sevu and Will on the wings. So it'll be interesting to chat about that. And then our first guest is one of those selection um, chats, conversations we had yesterday. Luke Jacobson. Luke Jacobson. He was uh, pulled out of the match last week late in the week on Thursday. So Luke Jacobson is fit and healthy this week, and he's starting at number eight. So stay tuned to hear what Luke Jacobson had to say. Uh, that is just after 7 o'clock this morning. And while domestic sports promoting our provinces, covering all sports, so this morning we'll be talking about New Zealand's longest-running football competition, the Chatham Cup. And Tom Swartz is the captain of the Kashmir technical side. He joins us to chat some football. He's played over 250 games of football for uh, for Kashmir technical side as well. So looking forward to chatting to Tom Swartz as they take on the Western Suburbs this weekend. Looking forward to that conversation with Tom. Also later on in the week, uh, well, it's another big weekend of racing here and across the Tasman. This morning we'll be talking about my hometown, Hastings, as this Saturday, Windsor Park Plate Group 1. Corsi Mav is back and is a raging hot favourite. We've got his trainer on, John Barry, Smithy's good friend, so we'll make sure we get some dirt on the good man that is Smithy, because surely he's got some secrets that we all don't know. Maybe get some insight to what goes on at Turks Bar and Havelock North there. So looking forward to chatting to John Barry 
out of Hastings and that horse course on Mav and maybe just get a bit more of an understanding. Maybe was he a little bit nervous about Spring Tide? You no, know, Spring Tide nearly got him. Nearly got him on the way home uh, in the Tarzino Trophy a couple of weeks ago. So looking forward to chatting to John. And then just after eight, we're keen to get a bit more of an understanding of how the coaching structure at the Chiefs will work. So we've gone and uh, we've delivered. We've got Clayton McMillan, the head coach of the the Chiefs rugby, uh, Super Rugby outfit, joining us just after eight, just to get a bit more of an understanding how it will work. He is head coach. Will he have... Both hands on the reins, we will sh- soon see. Looking forward to that one. So, yeah, we've got a great day for you, covering all sports, football, rugby. We want to chat about some topics, conversations. I've got a great topic, actually, Louis. I want to talk about it a bit later in the morning. You know, freedom. Freedom. Hopefully freedom soon. Hopefully we can have some bit of freedom to be able to do some things, some normal things, travel to places. So I'm hoping we get some freedom soon. But good morning to my team in Auckland, Louie, Trudy, Joe and Karen. How are we, team? Hi, how are you? Great, thank you. Yes, we are good, Izzy. It's Friday and it's the 1st of October, mate. It's the 1st of the month. Pinching a punch to you, my (laughs) much bigger and larger and athletic friend. So I won't be um, taking a swipe, but... Uh, yeah, it's October, which means next month is in November. Is it? Wow. Jesus. Which means then it's summer. <laughs> then it's December. Mm. Summer. Then C word. No, we don't, we don't do that. But summer, summer, and then that means Boxing Day, which means Boxing Day races at Ellerslie, which means New Year's, which means New Year's Day's races at Ellerslie. Which means 2022. Yeah, and, and racing. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Gosh, I didn't know all that happened like that sequentially. That's wow. how the cal- calendar works around here, is he? <laughs> <laughs> you've just raced ahead. You've just raced ahead. We're going from October, and then you've jumped straight to Boxing Day, mate. There's plenty of things to go for then. I'm, oh, Labor man, weekend. I'm just, barbecues. Yeah, Labor Weekend. Oh, yeah. Barbecues. Cup cup Week and, and, and yes. hopefully. Melbourne yes. Cup. Hopefully. Melbourne Cup. Champagne. Champagne on, on ice. Breakfasts. Um, what do we have? Then we've got Crack a Million. I'm like back to January. Jeez, I can't stop myself. <laughs> hey, uh, Izzy, it's a great Friday here. I went and got, you, you just spoke about freedom. And I, I actually went and got my second jab yesterday. Got jabbed up. How are you yes. feeling? Oh, yeah. Box of fluffies. Loving it. I feel strong. Good work. I feel, well, like, I'm, I feel, yeah. I feel like I've done a, a civil duty, you know? I you feel get, like. You I'm, get the voucher too. 150 bucks. So was it, was it an easy process? Yeah. Louis, was it an easy process? You just roll up and, and there was, wasn't many people there, I was hearing. Oh, because I want to come back to that, Trudy. That's, I, SENZ or, and oh, SEN, yeah. Oh, hold on, we'll come back to that. Yeah, uh, Izzy, it was, it, was, uh, it was very simple. I bowled into the, the Epsom Clinic on the corner of Market Road and, what is it, Great South Road there and, and Epsom, just actually very close to Alex Park, pretty much on the back of the stables at Alex Park. Handy. Yeah, very handy. I thought, gee, it was in another world. If, if I wasn't getting this vaccine, I would have been rolling in there for a quiet punt, punt and a pint at the Alex. Great pub down there at Alex uh, Park. And, yeah, bowled in. And weirdly, it was so easy that it made me think, hmm, I wish there was a few more people here making me line up. Didn't exactly mm. feel chocker. But, uh, look, from a convenience point of view, I would highly recommend if you haven't got your second jab, if you haven't got your first jab, come on, snap, snap. But if you haven't got your second one yet and you're in Auckland and you're around that kind of part of town, so Epsom, Remuera, um, well, what else is close to there? Royal Oak. Fancy. Yeah. If you are, if you just live in, in the kind of urban area, roll down, <laughs> get it done, is it? It was great. Loved it. Yeah, so I'm in October. I think I'm in October, late October I've got mine booked in. 
But I'm getting the sense that you, if just if you can, just you know, don't worry about the booking. Go get it done as soon as possible. So I had my first one about six weeks. Yeah, it'll be about six weeks. So they, they say that's a really good gap to give your body uh, time to adjust for the vaccine to, to do its magic. Mm. And then... Um, and then you just roll up and get it. So I'm actually thinking of doing the same, mate. I might just roll up and, and see if there's a little roll-through place down here in Christchurch. I'm sure there'll be plenty. Life roll pharmacies are taking because... walk-ins. Life pharmacies. Oh, okay. Yep, just so there you go. Life pharmacies. Our double eight double three. Where are you around New Zealand? And where have you found a, a really handy and efficient vaccination centre? Let's help. Let's do a little public service here. Let's try to speed this process up. Let's get the ball rolling, hey? Baz and Izzy for breakfast. So whereabouts have you well, got your shots? And I'd love to know and, and what, how easy was the process. Send us a message. Because that, that, that's the thing. I was thinking about um, yeah, things we wanted to do. And, and the real, reality is we, we listen to, to Jacinda at, at 1 o'clock every day with... <clears throat> With Dr. Ashley Bloomfield, and and, we t- and he talks about the COVID, and and the only solution I'm hearing is is the only way we're going to get some normality back is to go get the vaccine, to get the vaccine, and so that got me thinking. Like we don't want to go into that, but that got me thinking. Like once we get a bit of normality back, what do we want to do? Like what do we mm. don't want to do? Once we get a bit of freedom, and we're able to be able to about, we're able to be able to travel around the regions to to different countries. Like where do we want to go? Like I'm, it got me thinking. Where do I want to go? Holiday. Yeah, we don't want to, my first place of travels, Noosa. I'm thinking Noosa in Brisbane. Ooh, nice. Unbelievable uh, spot. And the All Blacks actually going there next week. And I was like, are you going to Noosa? Yeah, they're going to Noosa for their week off before they head to the United States. Have you been to Noosa? Gorgeous. I haven't. It's absolutely stunning. Yeah. Oh, so good. It's I, right around all those beautiful beaches, you know, where, where Laura, Lara Bingle stood and said, where the bloody hell are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all around <laughs> oh, there. Oh, Clarkie's ex-misso. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, oh, it's so lovely up there. Oh, I actually, I've been to kind of similar vein, another beautiful part of the world. Mm. You know where the the the, uh, the pumas are stuck? Byron Bay. I've been to oh, Byron Bay and had yes. a swim. What a shambles that is, eh? Oh, that is a shambles. That is an absolute game. <laughs> wow. I yeah, I just I don't I don't get it. And pub, that Pablo Matera's a part of that group. He's the talisman, you know. He's the the leader. He's been locked out. He's been locked out and, and they're not gonna be able to play and oh what an absolute shame. Can you is if if oh, this yeah. this wouldn't happen if this was the all bits because Darren Shand, right, like he's he runs a mm. regime. You guys are so like I feel like you guys are so clued in as to where you have to be and what you have to do. This wouldn't happen. Yeah. But what sort of lashing would you get <laughs> if this if if some players stuffed up this bad and kind of like really jeopardized a, a performance in the weekend? Um, I'd I'd say in this day and age that they'd be punished pretty severely just with the way the world is at the moment. Um, I, look, uh, to be honest, I just don't think it would cross their minds yeah. to be able to do that. But hey, uh, people make mistakes. We've, we've learned that this week. People make uh, big mistakes. And um, look, it's just, yeah, it's not an ideal situation, you know, and they would have they would have been given all the detail and, and Sansa would have been a big part of that. So I just don't understand how Mario Ledesma and, you know, Michael Checker, if they gave those messages out to be able to you know, stop them from going from Byron Bay to um, out of the region, knowing that there is a case, there is a case of COVID actually um, in Brisbane. Oh. So there potentially could be a lock, lockdown and you could be locked out. So, yeah, it's crazy. It is crazy. We've got a text here. Got a text here. Yeah. Lads and Trudy hanging to get back to Melbourne and the United States once normality resumes. That is from Mark. So, 
Thanks, Mark. Let us know where you want to get to. Where you want to get to. Do you want to go to Byron Bay with the Argentinian side and, and see Pablo Matera? Or he'll be still there probably. He'll be locked out. Um, where do you want to go? Where do you want to go? You know, support local. Want to go to a place in New Zealand? You want to go to Queenstown? You want to go to Waihee Beach? What do you want to do? Because um, once we get a bit of freedom, I'm just keen to get out of my house, get out of this cast for one, yeah. and get out of this house and do something because yeah, life's pretty... Pretty boring at the moment. We, um, yeah, I can imagine. I'm going to come down and house at your house and look after your farm for you guys. Go overseas, you Daisy and the kids. I'll oh, come and look after Trudy. the property for you. We oh. look after two kids too. Oh, okay, no worries. I'll dose the pool, look after the animals, look after the kids. I'll have Perfect. a holiday in Christ. Yeah, I'll, I'll oh, I'm going to hold you to that. <laughs> I'll mow your lawns, mate, and uh, <laughs> spend some Sounds time in, in, in the temper pool house. Yeah, totally. Um, so Craig's coming through double eight, double three, Henderson, Auckland. I oh, assume. Nice. No, I think Craig means <laughs> that's where he got vaccinated and where it was oh. really good. That's not where he's going. On I thought, you want to go to Henderson? And there's, there's nothing wrong with Henderson. I love think. Henderson. Go to the um, house, you know, the Outrageous Fortune house? Or yes. is that gone now? I think it's it got bold. bold. Yeah. Um, oh, did it? Yeah, it got Probably knocked down. Bold. It must have been Graham Hart. Graham Hart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, oh. Look, it's a, it is a funny time, but I can't wait. I've actually got a wedding, not mine. <laughs> um, just clarify. Soon though, soon. Just to clarify. What do you reckon, soon? No, 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 no. There's been well, a bit of not a... picking up her puzzles, mate. <laughs> We've had a bit, yeah. <laughs> We've had a few issues with some puzzles on the floor. So, <laughs> punting and pu- punting and puzzles, the two biggest drivers in our relationship for not getting married at the moment. <laughs> so, that's fine. Um, that's there's enough. We leave that there. But uh, show some initiative, Shannon. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yes, that's what I thought. I couldn't say it though, but um, yeah, show some initiative. Why don't you just finish the puzzle? Just finish the puzzle, or just get it off the floor. For uh. Um, but now I've got got a wedding down at Jack's Point where um, (gasps) lovely. uh, Oh no, sorry, not Jack's Point. Where's Baz got his mansion that he's building? Um, (laughs) What's the one down there? Uh, Ah, yeah, Gibson Valley. Yeah, Gibson Valley. Yeah, so Mm. very nice. So that's an um. February. So, I mean, I assume we're all be good to go, but I can't wait to get down there, then spend a bit of time in Central Otago, cruise around. Oh. Um, that's that's where we're heading. So, hopefully, there's a bit of normality by then. Is. What about you, Truth? Where do you want to go? Oh, you would have been to like some amazing sunny, places. Yeah, I have. I've been very lucky but over the years, but Queensland, probably sunny Queensland, yeah, would be my pick. They seem to have yeah. dodged the COVID bullet, unlike Victoria, which is like, yeah. So, I'd normally <laughs> go to Melbourne for food and wine, but no, definitely somewhere sunny. Hmm. Raro, maybe. Well, the people that got out and got to Raro and got a little cheeky island holiday and must they? must yeah. be feeling really good. How's this text, Izzy? I have Down syndrome. I had two shots of the vaccine. I was fine. From Michael in Wellington. And Michael, I really appreciate you coming through, man. I always awesome. love your texts. And, awesome, and look, that, that was a big driver for me getting it done and getting it done quickly because there is still COVID out in the community, as we know. And, um, mm. so, you know, it might not necessarily, I'm not necessarily overly concerned about myself, young and fit, but it's people that are vulnerable. And, yeah, my grandparents, people like Michael, listeners of the show, friends that have family members with, um, you know, health conditions, that's that's why you want to get it done, right, is? Yeah, 100%, mate, 100%. You want to protect the vulnerable. You want to protect the vulnerable. And, and like, I, I take my hat off to Michael, mate. Like, he would have had his, had his doubts and, and had his, you know, little been a bit wary about uh, getting it done but he's made that decision and good on you mate good on you mate for for going out there get doing what's needed for the country 
And look, the reality is if we don't get up to 90% uh, vaccine rate, we're going to be stuck like this. We're going to be stuck like this. And it's, it really sucks. It really sucks when you think like that. So do, do your bit. Do your bit, as they say. Do your bit for the country. And Michael has done that bit for the country. So well done, Michael. Good yeah, on you, bud. Yeah, cheer, Michael. Appreciate that, man. Trudy, you said... 150 bucks. Yeah, did you not get the memo from the HR from SEN? The big so what, mothership in Australia. What have I missed? You get double vaccinated and Sports Entertainment Network, yeah. our employer, will give Hachi. you, gives you Hachi, 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 our boss, oh, gives you oh, 150 bucks. But it's a gift voucher. It's not like it's What's hard. it for? For the TAB? Uh, <laughs> <no. laughs> can we yeah, get can a TAB voucher? Farmers. Uh, event cinemas. Um, I'll sell it to you so, for 140, so. and I'll take the cash for the. So why TV. don't I get these emails? Where do, where do these emails come? I never get these emails. You just check. You open it up in the morning, and you check your emails. Is it true? It's I thought true. this is a scam. Are you, do I just sign? I've just got the link yesterday because I'm. Is that from fashion. DHL in South Africa? <laughs> <laughs> it's called bribery. Pr- Prince Hutchison of Namibia. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's quite. Good. It's not bribery, is it? Incentive. Well, I was already. In I was already vaxxed, double vaxxed, and I got the thing. I was like, oh, sweet. So I just showed the little certificate and the $150 voucher for the whole, anyone in the company that's got it. Get it. Stuff's up. done it wow, as well, 100 pretty. bucks cash. Did, Joe, did you know that? I didn't. I, wow. I, I doubt it's for it's me, though. Well, it does, will I be included? <laughs> it's only for Trudy, mate. It's no, only for yeah, Trudy. She's the only one that's obviously got the email. News re- superstar newsreaders. <laughs> it's everyone, you clown. I think it's Are Izzy, sure? Trudy, maybe Louie. Maybe Louie will qualify. Uh, Definitely not the boys in the back. No, no, maybe not. Joe, you could have gone and got a um, that deck chair or the beanbag. Izzy, how's this? It's Joe's, <laughs> girl- it's Joe's girlfriend's birthday on... On Sunday, so we've, we've spoken about how much he was going to spend. He, he managed to chisel her down, so it's good negotiation tactics. But then, to, to for it to make it a nice day, he's gone and bought two bean bags and a recliner to put outside his flat. But he didn't buy the beans for the bean bags. I, oh on the picture, gosh. they were inside them, and it didn't. I didn't specifically say in the title. So what? You picked it up and didn't feel there was nothing in it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I felt like an idiot. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> very rare feeling. I, uh, yeah. Yeah. I tell you what, I tell you what, filling the beanbag up is an absolute nightmare. Have you got a bath? Uh, sorry? Have you got a bath at your house? Have you got a bath at your house? I Kelly? do, I do. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, <laughs> fill it up in the bath, mate. There you go. Okay, uh, what if I sell them to you for like 20 bucks? <laughs> is he doesn't want your beanbags? I don't want beanbags. <laughs> no, right, anyone, anyone out there want beanbag covers? I'll give you 20, all right? There you go. That's how desperate Joe is for a TAB voucher anyway. 20 minutes past six. There's plenty going on in the world, um, as you can tell, including the Pumas who are stuck in New South Wales. Oh, that is one of the more, most bizarre stories you will find. And Sansa was spitting tacks in their press release. Very, very upset. So there's plenty to get through this morning. Um, Thank you for your time and thank you for joining us 20 past six. We're going to be here until nine o'clock. We've got Clayton McMillan, we've got John Barry, Luke Jacobson. We're even talking Chatham Cup, the Friday tipple and plenty more. It is 20 minutes past six o'clock here with Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. 25 minutes past six o'clock. Bears and Izzy for breakfast. Just watching the IPL right now. The Sunrisers, Hyderabad and Kane Williamson are working hard against Stephen Fleming's Chennai Super Kings. But they need three runs to win off eight balls. So Chennai, 
they look home and hosed to us uh, with Emir Doni guiding them home. Who else? That's where Baz is over in the UAE at the IPL. But back here, Izzy's down in a hooker. And Izzy, we had an All Blacks team named yesterday, as we do on Thursdays. And you were pretty close to the mark with your mm. uh, your assumptions yesterday, mate. Yeah, yeah I, was, I was reasonably close. Um, I just, yeah, I, there was a few, I, I was... Yeah, there was uh, Kiri Yuani starting at six. I thought Ethan Black had a, I know that was a bit of a tough selection for um, for Ian Foster. You know, just he know how knew how well he went on the weekend. But I think there's a plan in place why they want to bring on um, Ethan Black at a, a Damien McKenzie, someone that add a lot of energy in that back end. So they've they've got a plan in place. I thought um, Sevu was going to go to the left and Will Jordan will be on the right, uh, but they've just welded the axe. They've welded the axe and got rid of Bridgie and. Jordy, uh, Will Jordan, they, and Fozzie spoke about after they just weren't impressed, they weren't happy, so he's just put them on notice. And um, Rico's gone to the left. Um, look, I hope Rico, yeah, I hope Rico can really nail that high ball. Uh, he knows what's coming. He knows what's coming. He's going to get an absolute barrage. So, um, those are the, in- the the two interesting ones for me. I thought um, Sevi would have gone left, and Will Jordan being on the right, just been knowing how dominant they are in the air. And uh, Rico, traditionally being a centre, I just hope he can get up and really didn't nail that, that airspace and, uh, you know, um, punish to the South African team for, for what's spoken. But, yeah, mate, had a great chat yesterday uh, with Luke Jackson. We're going to talk about it later. Uh, but just, just little things in that interview from him, just talking about we focused probably a little bit about what they're going to bring and um, didn't, didn't kind of focus about us and, and how we're going to counter that. And he spoke a lot about the breakdown um, just really been, you know, uh, on the money there, just getting uh, bodies over the ball, getting there quick, not giving the South Africans time to shut the slow the ball down. So trying to play a quick tempo game, which they need to, they need to just keep it up in tempo because South Africa last week, you know, they had more smokos than um, <laughs> you know, someone on the building site, you know, someone, like, you know, Joe Moody said. So just trying to keep the ball in play. And keep them running and trying to dictate the terms. I thought the All Blacks got dictated last week of where to play, how to play, and, and where the ball was going. So this week, I think the All Blacks are going to look after that ball, treasure that ball, and dictate turns a bit, bit more. So, look, I'm happy with that selection. I'm happy with those that team that's going to be playing. Great to see Richie Moonga, um back. He's on the bench. He'll be, like I said, he'll be adding that impact late in the game. Um, you know, that just ability to be able to open the game up and... and Get the All Blacks going forward. So looking forward to seeing him come on. Um, Asafo Omua. Asafo Omua has come in for Samasoni Tokiaho. So uh, hopefully uh, he can add some punch as well. So I'm, no, I'm, I'm reasonably happy. I'm reasonably happy with the squad that they've selected. Um, Brad Weber comes in at nine. I thought he was outstanding off the bench last week. So he deserves his start this week in the jersey. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm reasonably happy, Louis. Yeah, awesome. Uh, Brad, I agree with Brad Webber deserves a start, doesn't he? Um, you kind of lose TJ's physicality around the ruck, though. I mean, he's a he is a big part. Um, mm. That'll be interesting to see how Brad Webber goes physically. Is he just quickly? How do they? Do you think the All Blacks pace themselves when they know, like from a selection point of view, do you think they pace themselves knowing what they've got to come? So when you're not starting a guy like Ethan Blackadder, you know that he's going to get his reps. And Luke Jacobson had a week off last week. Is there a bit of tactics as far as that? Uh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. There's a plan in place. There's a plan why they select, make these selections. You know, last week they made the selection to, for Bridgie and, and co just to, to get up. But we can't put all the blame on Bridgie. We've got to, you know, there's pl- people out there that weren't doing their roles around the rucks, not pressuring Fuff to Clerk, 
not making a, an absolute hard to be able to, uh, you know, making it difficult for him to be able to get those kicks up. So, look, there is a plan in place, and they've planned for, for the late in the stages when South Africa are tiring and they are tired. We know that they're big. They are big bodies and they get, they can't move for full 80 minutes. They know that last 30 minutes is going to be crucial and that is when TJ, Richie and Damien come on with Ethan, Patrick Tupelotu bringing that physicality with Ofatuanga Fussy. That's when they'll come on, they'll add that, that traditional punch. That is what, when I was involved in the team, that is what that was the pride and true of, of great All Blacks team. When that last 20 minutes, yeah. the starting team, that first 60 is ground them down. That bench comes on and just adds that punch, so that'll be the plan. There was that crazy stat about how many points All Blacks scored in the, uh, the last quarter of a game a few years ago, which was the exact area you're talking about. You guys were ruthless mm. at the end. Between 60 and 80, it was like foot gas, and it would just you'd just drop them. It was like a horse pulling away at the 200 every week, week in, week out. Those were great sides. It's 29 minutes away from seven. That's really interesting stuff. Is he double eight, double three, or the Kennard Tire phone line, 0800-150-811. What do you make of this All Blacks team? Where are the spots of contention? Who do you want to see perform well? Flick us a message. We'd love to hear from you. Right now, it's the news with Trudy for Kubota. Together, we're shaping and building New Zealand. Baz and Izzy for breakfast, 27 minutes away from 7 o'clock on the first day of October. Welcome to October. Welcome to your Friday. It's a fun Friday as well. Plenty going on in the sporting world this weekend. Double eight, double three. Who do you want to see perform well for the All Blacks this weekend? Who are you looking forward to seeing run out there in that side? Izzy's given his thoughts. We'd love to hear from you. As Emu Stoney just crushes a six into the stands and drops Sunrise's Hyderabad on their head, really. Poor Kane Williamson. Not a great tournament for the men in orange. But Baz's Calcutta Knight Riders, well, they are making a run for the playoffs, and we love to see that. We absolutely love it. Hey, Izzy, um, you know what's going to be tough? As so we head into our Love Racing.nz update, everything Love Ra- everything uh, Thoroughbred Racing, Love Racing.nz. Tomorrow's this huge day of racing, right? So we had Chris Waller on yesterday. We've got the Turnbull with Very Elegant and Incentivise. We've got um, the Epsom with a Tissue. We've got the Metropolitan with uh, No Compromise that Chris Waller tipped out. We've got the Group 1 back here. But before all then... Is a full day racing at Tarapa, which is going to be Ooh. hard to avoid. Yep. Yep. I'm, I'm, I'm looking now, man. I'm looking now. I'm having a wee look. And Paul Moari will make sure those first three are bonus, back, bonus back bets, aren't they? I, I'm sure. pretty sure. And I actually think I've found one here. And look, this... I've been sucked into this horse pretty much every start. And this is its form line this last five. Third, third, second, fourth... First, and I reckon I was on each way every single one of those starts. And this mm-hmm. isn't the first race today. It's a great race, the fourteen hundred seventy four benchmark seventy four. It's a very even affair. Ever so easy comes down for Chris Grib Gibbs. Um, you've got even chance, which is running good races. Swiss Kitty is where I'm looking. Five dollars fifty into four dollars fifty, uh, which kind of tells me that yeah, you know, the horse is what ready. Race? What race is it? Race one, mate. Race one. Race one, which yeah. I can only assume is a bonus back race because the TAB love doing this. Then you've got uh, Flavius, mm. a, a nice horse that's performing very consistently. Powwow, your mate's Spratty up. 
Uh, and then Marchioness, who should really be the favourite. If Marchioness came out on one last start, it would be shorter. But I was pretty uh, unimpressed, I guess is the word, by Marchioness last start at Tarapa. I thought it was a bit one pace. Angelica snuck up and won that race. Then Angelica didn't exactly go and frank the form for Graham Richardson. So I'm no. leaving Mar- <laughs> I'm, le- I'm leaving Marchioness, and I'm leaving Powell, and I'm saying... Swiss Kitty, because here's the thing about Tarapa. On days like today, here's the thing about Tarapa. You need to be in the first few turning the bend. Not many horses, only very, very good horses, make up heaps of ground up the Tarapa straight. So you want a low barrier draw, and you want a horse that has good gate speed, and you want a front-running jockey. Tick, tick, tick. Then you've got a very good trainer, Robbie Patterson, and there's money on 550 into 450. And I don't think there's a world in which Swiss Kitty doesn't run outside the... the I think she runs a place, and I, I think she wins this race personally. Uh, he, sorry, it's gouting. Runs a place this race... Uh, runs a, wins this race personally. And I can see a world in which maybe Powell gets up on the speed, and who knows, Marchioness could lift from that last start and roll it. But in a bonus back race, Swiss Kitty from barrier one, you're going to get your money back at least. I think you can have a win bet, and then you might want to have a little bit on the place if that's how you punt as well. So that, that's what I'm thinking... Race one today, is he? Does that make sense? Yeah, it does, mate. Swiss Kitty, race one. I've just, yeah, I've just had a wee look and I've just flicked old Sam Spratt a message. I said, Powwow win, Powwow win. So, yeah, we'll see what she says. But, mate, I love it. I love it. Swiss Kitty, you've backed it. You've been there. Always follow your money, Louis. Always follow yep. your money. And yep. that thing has made you a wee bit of money. So, why not go again, mate? Yeah, Love we're it. we're breaking even. We need it. We need a we need a big win just to really you know back me we're never up here. Even, mate. <laughs> no, we're, we're not. We're not even. Especially when there's puzzles lying all over the floor. Anyway, um, there's there's other good racing on though. There's some nice horses. The fields are super. Um, what's another great race? Race seven. This is the one I'm very excited for. Um, oh, race seven. Excuse me. Race six. Brando comes back for Team Tiakau. I think the three dollars twenty a dollar sixty is pretty fair money. It'll probably start shorter. It should be too good for this field if it comes back and can rate up to what it has last prep. It didn't always go well when they sent it to Australia. Went missing a little bit the Savabeel Colt or the entire now. But um, I think this is a very very good horse with a lot of ability. It's a nice race though. Madam Hass in the race. Uh, you've got Run to Perfection, you've got Romantic Lady, uh, Cavallo Veloce, Hypnos, Demonetization, and Mascarpone. But again, Mascarpone draws wide, uh, Brando draws in, and I think it could be too good for them in race six. So plenty of good racing. So that's why I was saying it's a little bit dangerous because ahead of tomorrow where you want to make sure that you kind of, you're all focused. I can't get my head past today. 100%, mate. We've got a text here as well. Don't forget about Rickerton tomorrow, boys. Peter from Rangiora. Well, Peter, well, Peter, have you got a wee tip for us, bud? Have you got a wee tip for us? Flick us a wee tip and we'll put it on the airways, mate. And we might have a wee look at it. Peter from Rangiora. Thanks for texting in, bud. Yeah, love it, Peter. There's, you're right. There's some good racing there at the Cooplands Bakery Handicap Mile Prelude, um, which is always a really nice race, and you find some good chances out of there. And there's been some market movers already, Peter. So tell us what you like, mate, and we'll tip it out. Izzy, it's Friday, and we've just been talking about punting for five minutes, which means people need Who a wants it 50? <laughs> <laughs> Who wants it? Who needs it? I noticed um, today you've gone for a themed quiz. We have, we have. We've gone for a theme quiz. It's uh, obviously NRL grand final week, so the quiz is NRL-based. NRL-based. So if you're an NRL expert, 
this quiz is for you. If not, well, get the get the keyboard keyboard ready. Get the keyboard ready. Because <laughs> <laughs> this one's a doozy. Good man, Karen, in the back. Well done, mate. This one's a doozy. Come see me. It's time for Quizzy Dag, and I've got an absolute doozy for you. 20 minutes away from seven. They're stacking up. We're all the league heads. Get involved. It is Baz and Izzy for breakfast. Back after this with Quizzy Dag. 0800 1508 we are, we are, and it's that time, the phone line's running hot, everyone is absolutely starving for this $50 TAB voucher, how good is that? Well, we're going to doozy, it is NRL based, it is the grand final week, Rabbitohs versus the Penrith Panthers and our good mate Benji Marshall, friend of the show, friend of the show. we got Dino up first, good morning Dean. Good morning. Good morning, Dean. Good luck, mate. Here we go. Question number one. Penrith have made consecutive trips to the grand final. What was the score in last year's loss to Melbourne Storm? Oh. Five. Four. 16-8. Three. No. No. Sorry, Dino. Sorry, bud. Lane. Good morning, Lane. Good morning, boys. How you going? Good, mate. Good, mate. What was the score in last year's grand final loss to Melbourne Storm? Oh, Five. They came back, wasn't it? Four. No, 28-32. Oh. No. No, no, no. Sorry, Lane, bud. Have a good day, mate. Tim from Mount Wellington. Good morning, Tim. Morning, buddy. Was that 26-20? 26-20, mate. There he is. There he is. Question number two. Which club was the winner of the very first premiership in 1908? Uh, no. Yeah, that's boy. Well done, well done. Which former Souths player has been given the honour of ringing the iconic foundation bell before Sunday's final? Five, four, um, three, uh, Sam Burgess. <laughs> <laughs> What's so funny? <laughs> you can't throw out F-bombs on my radio show, bud. <laughs> That's all right. It's beautiful stuff. No, who, we love it. Who we, love who, it, who we got? No. That, was, that was wrong, by the way. All right. Who, who we got next? It was wrong. It was wrong. Tim. Sorry. Uh, t- no, Brenton. Brenton, sorry. Brenton. Good morning, Brenton. Good morning, boys. Is it uh, the old Kiwi Isaac Luke? Yes, it is. it is Isaac Luke. Well done. Lukey, bully. Bully, they call him. Here we go. Question number four. Ivan Clary will coach the, his 370th NRL game on Sunday. The second longest streak without winning the title. Who holds the record with 601 games? Five, four, three, two, one. Oh. Sorry, Brendan. Sorry, bud. Here we go. We're going to go to Mark from Tauranga. Good morning, Mark. 
Morning, mate. I have absolutely no idea. Oh, come on, Mark. <laughs> Mark, uh, Mark, 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 I've actually put you around five Ricky to get Stewart. towards there the we, end. We'll go Ricky Stewart. No. No, sorry. Tried to fix it for him. David. It? Yeah, I did. I did. try to bring him up. Morning, there. guys. Uh, David, good morning. David. Good morning, David. David. Here we go, David. You want um, the uh, question again? No, it's um, Brian Smith. Yes, Brian Smith. Well done. Well done, David. Here we go. Question number five. Stacey Jones captained the Warriors in their 2002 grand final appearance. Who was the captain of the Roosters? Five, four, three, oh, two. Brad Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> yes, David. Nice, mate. Nice, oh. mate. Where are you heading with this bit, mate? Where are you going to go? I tell you what, I might have to head to the NRL grand final, mightn't I? You have to, have to now. Sure. You have to have a little first, little margins or, or first try score. What are you going for? Possibly a margins bet. Yeah, who are you thinking anyway? Yeah. Um, I'm thinking rabbits. I'm thinking rabbits unders. I'm thinking same. rabbits unders. Yeah, same. Yeah, <laughs> same actually. Yeah, I'd love, I'd love to go, uh, Benji. If it is his last year, I'd love to give him the fairy tale finish. So I'd go Benji, mate. But um. Gonna be a cracking game, yeah, go Dave. So, yeah, there you go, there you go, Dave. Hey, thanks very much, mate. You have a lovely weekend, and thanks for tuning in. Hey, thanks a lot, guys. Have a good weekend. See you, yeah, Dave, yeah. champion. And 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 that's what we want, Izzy. We want the themes quiz to end up with the cash going back into the sport. <laughs> Love that from yes, Dave. We do, we do. Well done, well done, Dave. And if you want a tip, Dave, there's a tip here. My horse Southerly change race eight Timaru Sunday. A place chance, a place chance. Her mother's paddock name is Daisy. One for Izzy. There's from Peter from <laughs> Rangiora. So there you go. I might tell Daisy. She might have a wee dabble. That might get her to accept me having a wee punt every weekend. There you go. Southerly change. That was kind of like that wind you got when you broke your ankle that came through the household, eh? <laughs> Don't get her started, mate. It's still there. It's still cold in that house. <laughs> cold like a, a North Canterbury southerly. <laughs> Nothing worse. Oh. All right, mate. That's good stuff. Thank you, uh, Dave, for winning the quiz. Good work. It is seven, eight and a half away from seven. We'll be back with Trudy's World after this before Luke Jacobson after the news. Coming up to the news at seven o'clock tomorrow morning, you can get up bright and early and watch the Calcutta Knight Riders against Punjab. It is going to be a fascinating game. Baz is Calcutta. They are into fourth on the ladder, so they are in a playoff spot. And it uh, looks like they're just finding form at the right time of the year. So you can follow along, uh, go to the IPL social channels, or if you've got Sky, you can watch it there Yeah, every morning. It's been quite good viewing, actually. Anyway, right now it's time for... It's Trudy's World. 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 It is. It's your world. Friday. The weekend is here. A lot of chilling, relaxing, yes. racing. <laughs> NRL Grand Final. All Blacks. Dusting off the Barbie. Now it's October. Maybe a spot of golf. Um, have you heard about Steve Elka? Life begins at 50. The yes. golfer. He's going good. He's just co- pocketed yeah. 600k American dollars. $600,000 playing golf. What a, so I thought that was worth a share. Wow. As you go, in the last couple you, of weeks, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, just in the last few weeks. He can't stop top tenning. I know. 
So how about that? Life begins at 50s, that's nice. Um, and lockdown has brought out the domestic, sadly, uh, but there's a lot of, it's going to be a lot of single people come summer, just what I'm hearing. Um, Louis, you put your life on Instagram yesterday with your little, uh, what we can only call puzzle gate. Um, your partner, <laughs> Shannon. <laughs> Wonderful, gorgeous wee thing. Just, you know, quietly spending her days off, working hard in the newsroom to just go and do a little puzzle at home. And she spread herself out in the lounge a little bit much, on the coffee table, onto the floor. You took a photo on Instagram, shared it to the world. Oh, it was a poll. It was a poll, yeah. Um, so you've had to have a little word with her about the, this, the puzzle? Oh, I don't don't have a word with her because I'm too gutless. I just do it <laughs> passive-aggressively through social media. Oh, nice. And, and I, think you'll, I think you'll find that the uh, poll result as well, um, was it, it, was, it was play on or it was antisocial behaviour. And 55% of people think it's antisocial behaviour. Well, don't worry, we are on your side, Louis, because living in an untidy house can actually affect your mental well-being. So... Keeping your house clean oh. contributes to a peace of mind, feeling of ease. So we are on your side. The cluttered living space, hence the lounge with the puzzle all over the floor. It's, it's Mental Health Awareness Week and it affects your mental health, so the puzzle's got to go. So it's stats. It's fact. Sorry, Shannon. Is, wow. is, he d- is, that, is, that, yep. is that why we want them to show some initiative, Louis? <laughs> is that why we want them to show some initiative for our mental health? Because the clean ha- we want a house clean house. Tidy. I always wondered, <laughs> I always wondered, eh? I always wondered why a messy house is it just it just gets me going, you know? It just really annoys me. So now I know why. Oh, thanks, Trudy. No worries. I um. <laughs> do you ever get that feeling as you you just hope that Daisy's not listening to the show? <laughs> <laughs> She's not listening, mate, because I get her coffee delivered every morning, and if, if, if she was, I'd pay her out every day, so she's not listening, mate. <laughs> yeah, well, I, hope, I hope Shannon's just doing a puzzle, puzzle, <laughs> minding her own. Uh, it's coming up to 7 o'clock. Luke Jacobson, the All Blacks starting number eight. He's coming up very shortly. We've got plenty in the next hour. Chatham Cup as well, and John Barry, trainer of Coolside Mav, craving that McCafe coffee for a Friday. Right now, it's the news with Trudy. For Kubota, together we are shaping and building New Zealand. Spring ahead of allergy season with Telfast 180 milligrams, 30 tablets, now just $7.99 at Chemist Warehouse. This is Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SCNZ. Good morning, you're listening to Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SCNZ. It is 1st of October, it is Friday the 1st of October, it's the 1st of the month. Wow. Great to be in October. It is just after 7 in the morning. So thanks for joining us. Thanks for tuning in. We've got a great show ahead ahead of us. We've had a great show so far. We've chatted about All Black Selections. And we've had a few text messages come in as well. Brad Weber at 9. Rico Iwani at 11. Anton Leonard-Brown coming back in at 13. Akira Iwani at 6. Ethan Blackadder on the bench. On the bench. So keep those text messages coming in. What your thoughts are on the... Current All Blacks team to face South Africa in match 101. 101. There was so much build up last week. Last week. So, yeah, coming up in this next hour, we've got a great hour for you. We're going to talk domestic sport promoting our provinces, covering all sports. So, this morning we'll be talking to New Zealand's longest running football competition, Chatham Cup. Tom Swartz, he's the captain of Kashmir Technical, and he joins us to talk about football. He's played over 250 games of Chatham Cup, mate, Tom Swartz. So, he knows what it takes. And uh, they're up against Western Suburbs in a revised competition. Pretty tough to get sport going around the country. So great to see some Chatham Cup back up and running uh, this this weekend. Well, it's another weekend of big racing ahead. And we're crossing the Tasman and in Hawke's Bay and Hastings. The Windsor Park Plate Group 1, Corsair Mav, 
is a raging hot favourite. Dollar eighty, it's paying. Dollar eighty. So we got John Barry on the line. Here's the trainer of Cool Sign Mav. Looking forward to chatting to him. And then just after eight, just after eight o'clock, we're going to get a bit more of an understanding of the coaching structure that is at the Chiefs. Warren Gatlin, Clayton McMillan. Warren Gatlin is director of rugby. Clayton McMillan, he is head coach. So we're going to get a bit more of an understanding from Clayton of his role. And, well, hopefully he's got two hands on the reins, as we will say on here. So, yeah, we've got a great hour ahead of us. Uh, but first, I was very lucky enough to chat to Luke Jacobson yesterday about things. And I've got a great text before we go to that. Good morning, boys. I think there is not a lot between the top group of players and boys below, it keeps them all hungry by chop and change a little bit. We will be good to for the Bok heads. Have a great weekend. Enjoy tipple. Here's to you. Cheers, Dave Karaka. So he thinks the changing it keeps the boys hungry, keeps them involved. So I totally agree with that one, Dave Karaka. Think, keep those text messages coming in. But right now, it's six minutes past seven, and we were joined by Luke Jacobson. Fairs and Izzy. After Ted's build-up for Game 100 against our greatest rivals, the Springboks, and having finally faced the great team that is South Africa, we know what to expect. And now can the All Blacks counter what they threw at us for the All Blacks last week? And Luke, for, uh, Luke I'll start again. After Ted's build-up for Game 100 against our greatest rivals, the Springboks, and having finally faced the great team that is South Africa, we know what to expect. And now can the All Blacks counter what they threw at the team last week. Loose, loose forward Luke Jacobson joins us now to chat about the game 101. How are you, Lukey? Yeah, good day, bro. Good, thanks. How are you, man? Yeah, all good. All good here, mate. Um, how's the health anyway? Firstly, how's the health in the body? I know you pulled out late last week. You all good? Yeah, yeah. There was a, sort of a dagger um, late Thursday night last week. Um, woke up and... and few bits, but um, back to good now. Probably had my first good day yesterday, so a few couple of kgs light, but um, <laughs> hopefully that means running around the field's a little bit easier on Saturday. <laughs> but um, yeah, nah, nice. stoked to be back in the mix this weekend and get, get, get to go out and have a crack. Yeah, nice, mate. You were in the mix this weekend. You were meant to be in the mix last week. What did you see and what are you what are you expecting this week? A bit of the same? Yeah, yeah look, probably expecting... Much of the same, but also prepared for if they want going to throw something else at us. Um, mm. We'll probably focus a little bit more on our, ourselves this week. Probably miss a few things around uh, small skill sets in the game. Um, probably yeah, left a few opportunities out there, so we're real keen to um, pounce on a few of those and hopefully sting the South Africans a little bit more and uh, maybe keep the ball and play a little bit longer. Be be nice. <laughs> Yeah, I felt like last week we were, like, as pundits, we were talking about South Africa all week and what they were going to bring. Did that take kind of your mindset away, what, what you were trying to achieve? And, and how do you fix that this week? I know breakdown was a big problem last week, the high ball. What else can you hope to fix and that will lead to the All Blacks being able to play their game? Yeah, look, I think, uh, I don't know if the talk about it took us away from our game plan, but I think, Maybe we weren't quite mentally prepared for what, what they brought to us. Um, we, yeah. I think we got a little bit frustrated and impatient and, and started trying to um, overplay our hand. Where we probably could have been a little bit more patient and um, just letting it almost come to you a little bit more, but just being really on when, when you do get your opportunity. Mm. Um, yeah, so probably pretty similar for us this, this weekend and um, just taking those, those learnings and um, putting it out on the pitch. 
And what about a, a, you as a loose forward trio, mate? You've got some unbelievable talent like uh, Ether Black, I was throwing into seven last week, went outstanding. You got yourself, you got Hoskins, who's not even in the mix. And now you got um, Ethan on the on the bench, you got Artie, you got Akira. Tell us about the loose forward trios, mate. You, you guys working extremely hard developing and working on your guys' game together. Yeah, yeah, look, it's um, some pretty wicked competition. Um, all going, yeah, head to head, but um, no, we all, all obviously get along. We get along well, and we try and help each other out. Um, I think it's, I think it's healthy for the team though. All this competition, and you see that it's probably across the board in all positions. That um, you know, there's not much between who goes out on the weekend and who's who's not going out, or it's just a different style of player that um, the coaches have favoured for that game. So um, I think that's what keeping such a healthy environment in here at the moment, and everybody's. Nothing in each other's heels, and it's it's, um, it's making us all that, that little bit better. And geez, for us, Lucy's have still got Sam Kane to come over as well. So, um, <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely a few options. Yeah, nice, mate. Another option that's come back out of isolation. Two weeks. We can only, I can only imagine what a what a rut, what kind of energy was was brought to the training field when Richie Moonga turned up. How's he been this week, mate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's the boys are fizz to get him back in. I think he's quietly quite fizz to get out of a two weeks uh, lockdown by himself. So, um, no, he's 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 humming for the game this weekend and sort of getting a little cameo off the bench. Um, but yeah, I'm sure he'll he'll add, add his thing when he comes on. He's a hugely skillful, talented player. So um, it'll be yeah, it'll be interesting to see what he can do. Yeah, nice. Man. And for you, you you haven't you probably you haven't played South Africa, I'm guessing, and you played Argentina before. Totally different beast. What are you expecting when you go out there, and what are you hoping to achieve when once you once you face the mighty South Africans? Yep, yeah, first time for me. Um, I think for me, I'm probably focusing more on the physical um, aspects of the game. I think if, if it's something that if, if we as Lucy's don't get right, it could really sting us. So it's um, Probably coming into the game really focusing on that and trying to trying to um, win that battle and then everything mm-hmm. else can sort of hopefully fall into place. Because um, well, yeah, obviously a big part of our games around the breakdown and around the tackle as well and stopping their momentum and that's two of their two of their strengths. So um, yeah, after the Lucy trio who who is out, they'll definitely be focusing on that. Oh, nice, mate. It's going to be an unbelievable match. I know the, there was a lot of hype last week. You, you guys know what to expect. I'm sure we're going to see a resurgence and a bounce back from from the All Blacks. You, you know, you won, so I don't know why everyone's complaining. You still got the dub. Yeah. A hard board, yeah, a hard exactly. win is better than an ugly loss. So well done there, mate. Tell us about yeah. tour life. How's tour? How's touring over there? It's a totally different world we live in now. How's how's living in Australia cool. and touring over there? Yeah, uh, it's been pretty nice though. So we've been in, um, we're back in Super Paradise now, and, um, and the weather hasn't been quite as good for us this time around. But first time we were here, is, uh, yeah, it's cranking down to the late 20 degrees, beach just there, head off over there for a swim, and um, <laughs> no, it's not too bad. I think next, next week we've got a little bit of a um, refresh week in Noosa. So um, oh, obviously, oh, this, this, week, <laughs> this week to get done, but. Um, a few boys have been looking to, uh, I guess, just relax a little bit and get away from code um, and, yeah, put the feet up for a little bit. Yeah, that's that's a very important part. I think it was the most important part because there's so much pressure when you're involved in the All Blacks and the environment. Can't see where you walk. You're being judged. You're being looked at. 
What do you boys get up to just to relax and um, just steer away from from the pressures that being and all that brings? Yeah, yeah. Look, it is um, usually fatiguing just week on week, thinking about code being in the rhyme and the code. But um, there's a there's a decent crew of us boys that get out there and play a bit of golf on our days off. And I've seen that. That's probably gonna. Yeah, I think it's about maybe there's been up to sixteen of us, so four fours <laughs> on some days <laughs> off. Um, Baz has been sorting out some pretty nice courses for us, um, so that, that's going to be probably looking to be what we're doing majority of next week. So old hot dog, eh? Still being a hot dog, sorting all the courses out. <laughs> and um, who's who's the good ones and who's the battlers? Uh, Anton, I can imagine he's a battler. Yeah, I'll put my hand up to being one of the battlers as well. Uh, there's a few <laughs> battlers, there's, yeah, but we all sort of mix ourselves. I know um, Jordy Barrett, and he's a he's yeah. done by far. He's Leading, leading the charge each week. Actually, I think Davey Havili put them, put them um, oh. yesterday. Oh, he no. Quite short, off, off, off the stick. So, um, Davey had a good day. But what did they shoot? Yeah, there's a, there's a, uh, Davey got 81 and Geordie was 82. Oh. Yeah. Oh, good man. Oh, yeah, good man. Well, well, mate, usually, I, I know, you, sort of I know you'll be busy. And I, I actually seen one of your putts on Instagram. You're not bad. You drained a wee booty. <laughs> On someone's Instagram, so um, yeah, mate, hey. you, just put the, you just put the good stuff up. <laughs> <laughs> you don't show the four. No, I love it, love it, mate. Yeah, yeah, I really appreciate your time. I know it's a big afternoon for you, lads. You'll be going out and doing your Thursday training, ripping. It's great to see you back, mate, and um, all the best. And hopefully, we'll chat soon. No, with no problem. Awesome, thanks for having me on. ECNC. Luke Jacobson, is he? That is, um, do you know what? Out of all of that, I love the rugby, the code chat, but David Harvey, 81. Yeah. That is impressive. Yeah. He's very, he is quite uh, unassuming, eh, old Davey. He, he's, he doesn't like whack the ball long, but he doesn't have a really fast tempo swing, but he can, he can actually play some solid golf. So I was really surprised because you can understand Geordie Barrett's handicap as a as scratch. He's off a of scratch. If you go onto the My Golf app and you check out his handicap, you go follow him. He's off a of scratch. He hits the ball a long, long way. I hit the ball long. He hits it twice. That he hits wow. a big ball. He's got long levers. But yeah, Davy, um, Davy can play some good solid golf. Uh, so yeah, mate, it's good to see the lads. Sixteen of them. Sixteen of them going out and playing golf. Uh, when I was in there, it was lucky enough to be four of us, and it was TJ, Julian, Savia. Myself, so you can imagine what kind of golf has been playing with those two. Um, <laughs> absolute hackers. But um, mate, like, love it, loved it. And I love that little insight from um, Luke Jacobson. Just, you know, a lot of honesty. So it was your real typical, you know, being on the other side. You don't want to give too much away. Um, they're, they're holding their cards close to themselves and, and what they're going to bring. But I know there'll be a lot of learnings last week from that game and, and a lot of understanding and you know, Foster's world of the X, and he's made some changes. He's he showed a bit of faith in, in some players out there as well. So expecting a resurgence from the All Blacks this weekend, uh, if they can get their game going and they can get what they're, they're trying to achieve, I think that they'll they'll punish the, the Springboks this weekend. If they can catch those high balls and they can sort their breakdown out mm. and actually hold on to the ball and not give 24 uh, handling errors away, then they'll be too good. They'll be too good for this team. Mm. 
Double eight, double three. Uh, who do you want to know about their golf game? Like, I'm sure Izzy's got enough of an insight into a lot of these guys' golf game. If there's anyone you want to know how they swing it and what their uh, handicap would be, and we can do some investigations and, and we can find out. Because I, I would not have picked David Harvey to go 81. That is mm. like, like proper golf. That is proper golf. Phil Tartarangi, I'm sure, would find that really, really interesting. What do the lads talk about on the golf course? Are they talking about rugby or are they using it as like a bit of an escape and you're talking, no. oh, God. God no. knows what. That is the like that is the last thing they'll talk about on the golf course. It's like like Luke touched on it, I touched on it a wee bit. Like the pressures when you're involved in that environment, especially being on tour, there's no you can't get out. With the COVID environment now, you can't get out, go see families, you can't get out you just you're just consumed by it. So when they're out on the golf course, that is their way to get out and just get away from it, relax. I think they play for a bit of bit of moolah. They play for a bit of moolah on you know, put a little side bet on, just always makes it interesting. We're all you know, athletes and we love being competitors and we make a competition out of pretty much everything, you know, running and get a glass of water's got to be a competition, you know, so try and just keep <laughs> competitive. So they'll be having good battles and I actually think, I actually think they've set up a wee um, golf, like a golf syndicate. It's called Halo Sport Golf. So Halo Sport is an outfit in Auckland and that is an agency that looks after most of, most of the players. So they've set up a little Halo Sport competition and they play all these different... Um, because they're obviously on tour, they play all these different golf courses around around the world, around the country, and then you play for Stableford points, so your handicap, whatever your stables you get, you get 38. And they add them up, they end them up. I think the winner at the end of the year gets a big prize, so I'll have to, I'll find the, I'll find the updated le- leaderboard and I'll share it with you a bit later on. Yeah, I would love that. So it sounds like Bodie Barrett's right at the forefront of that, getting the getting the hookups to the nice courses with all his thousands. Wow, you, you you always need you know you always need some superstar. The poster boy, sponsored by, Tudor, sponsored by Rolex watches to to go and um you know just shine his little wand over the over these magical golf courses. You always need someone like that, Louis. And Bodie is definitely that. Guy, 100%. He is. He is, isn't he? A hundred percent. That's so true. Eighteen minutes past seven. We're here with Kim Swear. Great savings every day. Back talking cashmere tech and Chatham Cap after this. 23 minutes past 7 o'clock. 0800 150 811 is the Kenatai phone line. We'd love to hear from you before the Friday is up. Plenty of sport to sink your teeth into this weekend, is he, including the beautiful game, football. The beautiful game, the Chatham Cup. Domestic sport is returning where it can this weekend, and the Chatham Cup is New Zealand's longest running football competition. Having started in 1923, where its final was on this day, this Sunday, Kashmir Tech face off against Western Suburbs in semi-final number one. Kashmir's club captain Tom Schwartz is the first and only player to play over 250 games for the side. What an absolute champion. Living legend. Managing to hit the back of the net 76 times while picking up 29 trophies. A real club football hero. Tom joins us on the line now ahead of this weekend. Good morning, Tom. How you doing, bud? Yeah, very well, thank you. Yeah, I'm good. Oh, first off, uh, congratulations on becoming Southern Champions. Uh, are you are you happy with how the season's gone? It's been a bit of a chaotic season with COVID, but you pretty happy? Yes, uh, very much so. It's, um, it's been a different format for us this year. To, to look at the, the game a little bit differently. Um, at the start of the season, but we've achieved that. Um, so, so far, so good. We're, we're pretty happy in our time. Well, 
you're cutting out a wee bit, mate. I might need to get you to find some nice reception. Um, talk to us about the Chatham Cup, mate, and the success for you, 250 games, mate, in your career. What do you love about it, mate? What do you love about this Chatham Cup and playing in the great game of football? Hey, it's, it's, it's always special playing in the Cup. Yeah. It's special to be a South Island team that gets to play against, to, to go up into the, the North Island and play against those, those boys. Uh, cup games are always special. You know what you've got to do. You know you've got to win. And um, we've been fortunate enough to win the, the, the Champ Cup twice already. And yeah, nice. We're a club that's not really been established too long. But, um, but yeah, we've, we've done all right in it so far. Yeah, you have, Tom. You're a bit of a powerhouse down there in Canterbury. Hey, I remember uh, I'm from a very small part of um, Canterbury called Leithfield, and Amberley was this club that we years ago. I don't even know if the club's still And I remember Chatham Cup early doors. Ch- uh, Cashmere came out in one of the real early rounds to play, and it was a huge scene. It's so good for community sport. Does, do you kind of get a bigger crowd down? Do people really get behind it? Is it something that you always want to put on a show for, the, I guess, the club faithful? Yeah, it's, it's, um, it's quite a sweet competition. Um, you you manage to get a lot of the old boys out to these sort of games. They they come down and, and support us. Um, we've had a few guys who've who've won the won the trophy years and years ago, and they like to come and reminisce and tell us their stories. So it's always always nice to have to play a game and have a beer with those sort of guys afterwards. Nice, mate. How's the how's the preparations been? Yeah, throughout the seasons. We spoke to a lot of sport organisations. It's been a tough year with COVID. How has your team and the troops battled through this COVID and a lot of uncertainty? Um, the, the yeah, it's been, it's been the, the chat cup game was actually scheduled before COVID, so it got it got mm. put off. So that gave us a good little bit of motivation to to look after ourselves during the lockdown. Um, it's, it's meant that we've come back sort of raring to go. Um, we've had a couple of games preparation. So um, I think we're in a good space as a team. Um, it's it's disappointing because we were expecting a big crowd for this game. We usually get a good crowd yeah. at Garrick Park there, but because of the lockdown, there's, um, we're going to have to stream the game instead. Um, so that's getting streamed on YouTube. Uh, and we've, I think we're allowed a few a few supporters in, but it's kind of a select um, select few. I think this weekend. Well, your brother Dan, your brother Dan, he's not only centre-back, but he's the club's assistant coach. How's that little set-up role, mate? Does he ever tell you what to do, or, you know, is it, how do you find that combination? Um, yeah, Dan's actually the, the head coach now. He, um, oh, got the promotion. He was, he was, yeah, he got the promotion. He, he, um, so he had health conditions, which meant he had to step back from playing. He's very, a very good footballer, but he had to step back. Nice. And, um, Okay. The kid didn't want to lose his. He's pretty invaluable to what what we've got. Um, he he had a season as the assistant. He enjoyed it, and the the head coach at the time had to step back for his own sort of reasons. And yeah. stepped into it. But yeah, that's a, um, it's, it's a nice dynamic. He's got good values. Um, I agree with yeah. the way he sees football, but we we do argue like a few times. We, <laughs> we have disagreements. He, he he puts me in my place, and I bite my tongue. And um, then I'd have a moan to my mum afterwards, and she'd 
Put them back in space. <laughs> Tom, <laughs> yesterday on the show we had uh, we had the coach of the Waikato Farapama Cup rugby team on, and his, he's actually uh, his fiance Chelsea Alley is actually in the team, and they used to talking about their dynamic. So I imagine siblings is yeah. is probably a, a little bit easier than that, but kind of down the same route. Okay, mate. Well, how do we stack the form up then? This is the last question. How do we know whether you're going to be able to knock off Western? Is there any way to figure it out? Um. No, it's not. No, it's just on on the day they uh, they give us a bit of a footballing lesson a few seasons ago in the same competition. Um, so we're we're extra prepared prepared for this one. Um, they've got the, they're a really young side. They've, they're all part of an academy that is very good and very successful at getting lads over on professional deals and the the, the team of lads who are who are looking to move on in the game. So that they're very motivated technically. Very, very strong. Um, but I feel like we do have a little bit of extra experience with with some of our age, we our age range goes from sort of fifteen young lads just starting out to we've got guys we've got one guy in his forties who's still playing. So we have we have a lot of experience. Um, so hopefully that that'll that'll show on the weekend. Yeah, you got the the old man nice. strength, Tom. You got the old man strength. Yeah. Uh, that's what yeah. that's what you have. You got that. You can't the withered beer drinking old man strength. Hey, thanks for your time, yeah, mate. Good. Go well. Yeah. Enjoy it, eh? Cool. Thank you. No worries. Here you go, Tom Schwartz, nice. the uh, Cashmere Technical Club captain. As the Chatham Cup gets underway, is he the Chatham Cup? It's a famous competition. There's a Hawks Bay of a local side. It's there. Yeah, Napier City Rovers, mate, and they're not even in the picture. What's going on? <laughs> what's going on, mate? Napier City Rovers. I have to ask Smithy. I have to ask Smithy. If he'll know what what's going on. Napier City Rovers. Yeah, that's yeah. our that's our Hawks Bay team. Yeah. They're pretty good. They won last champions. They won that last time in twenty nineteen. There was no Chatham Cup last year with COVID, so twenty nineteen the reigning champions. We're going to find a new champion this year in the champion, uh, Chatham's Cup. Well done, mate. Beautiful yeah. stuff. Yeah, awesome stuff. Thank you, Karen. Right, right now it's the news with Trudy for Kubota. Together we are shaping and building New Zealand. Then it's our Choices Flooring Friday poll. Can't wait to rip this one out. Baz and Izzy for breakfast. It is 27 minutes away from 8 o'clock and you heard Trudy say it. Well, we have got so much sport on this weekend, including the first round of the South Island Endurance Series on the SENZ app, hosted by New Zealand motor ju- motoring journalist and broadcaster Greg Rust. So if you're a petrolhead and you love that code, well, there you go. SENZ, the app is your home this weekend. Enjoy it on Saturday. Izzy, good to get some Chatham Cup out there. What are you thinking this morning on the 1st of October? Mate, mate, it was great to chat to Tom Swartz. And it got me thinking, mate. It got me thinking. I want to know from you at home, but we're trying to bring you all sports. We're trying to cover all topics. I want want to hear from you at home. Who would you love to hear from? Who would you love? What guests would you love to hear from on the Baz and Izzy for breakfast? So give us a text on double eight double three, or what sport would you like us to cover? Um, that, that is the thing. We've got three hours to try and cover as many things as possible. And we're trying to cover all play bases. But I'd love to hear from you at home. What, what, what guests would you love? Who would you like? Um, and what sport would you love? So give us a text on double eight double three, And we'll collate those over the weekend. And we'll, we're going to have a catch-up post this show. And we're going to put those things together. And we'll do our best to get those for you. So, yep, just a wee text uh, to us on the Baz and Izzy for breakfast. Who would you like? 
and what guests. Thank you, my family. They've just bought me a beautiful coffee. Good morning. (laughs) 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 Love that. Yeah. What local sport or just any sport would you like to hear from? I was going Mm. to cover some Heartland Rugby with Jason Forrest, the Chatham Cup, just then with Tom Schwartz. There's so many of these great leagues and and even the uh, first round of the South Island Endurance Series. Is there a driver you want us to hear from? There's so much of this good, like, grassroots, quote-unquote, stuff that we could be getting into. Double eight, double three. <laughs> Re- oh, come on, Reed. <laughs> come on, Reedy. Don't be silly. Don't be silly, Reed. All right. It's time for our Choices Flooring Weekend Poll. Check out Choices Flooring's Roomview program right now. Hey, uh, the weekend is to sit. Last weekend, I was banging the drum that it was the best sporting weekend of the year. Well, this weekend, it's deceptively excellent. So I've got a question for you, Izzy, and I've got a question for everybody. Yep. Go to the Baz and Izzy for Breakfast uh, Twitter page, double eight double three. Have your choice. What is the game match race of the weekend? Is it the All Blacks Springboks again? After last week, you might have thought it was a visit. Is that the, the rematch? Is it the NRL Grand Final, Rabbits Panthers, or is it the Turnbull, very elegant, versus incentivised the match race? Or is it Monday morning when uh, EPL favourites, Manchester City and Liverpool, go head-to-head? There are four titanic clashes this weekend. City-Liverpool, All Black Springboks, Rabbits-Panthers, or Very Elegant versus Incentivise in the Turnbull. Go have your choice on our match race game of the weekend poll. What's your gut is? Um, I'll, I'll go Rabbits. Rabbits Penrith. It's the grand final, mate. League weekend. For me, uh, you know, I'm, I, I reckon that's that's the matchup. That is the matchup for for the weekend sport. Bad though. It's Sunday night. Sunday night. And I was talking to Brett Finch and Joel over in Australia. He said, "Are you going to watch?" I said, "Mate, I might watch it. I might watch. It's not the first time I've probably done a bit of TV and radio with no sleep. So here we go. I might watch it on Sunday night. That'll be the matchup for me, Louis. What about yourself, mate? Ah, uh, for me, Trudy's nodding. Trudy's agreeing with me. You think that's the one, Trude? The big grand final, the NRL grand final, and our link, obviously, with Russell Crowe. Rabbitohs, yep, all the yeah. Love it, love it. There's no wrong answer for me. Very elegant versus incentivised because of the, what it does for the spring, the way it sets up the Caulfield Cup and the Cox Plate. If one of them comes out and goes bang, it has so many ramifications. What about a tissue, mate? Uh, yeah, well, we want a tissue. Yeah, I've got to bring up a tissue. I haven't brought her up today. so <laughs> <laughs> we, we want a tissue to win the showdown bet for us. Actually, Alan's on the line. 0800 We'll be a little bit late to John Barry, but that's okay. Alan's a friend of the program. Alan, you've got a, you've got a thought about our showdown bet on a tissue. Yeah, um, good day, Andy and Louis. Uh, yeah, hey, Paul definitely said on one of the other shows that he would give them the starting odds. Um <laughs> So, yeah, you, you said yesterday you didn't want to ruffle the servers or anything, but you guys didn't become champions by rolling over and letting yeah, anybody tickle your tummy, so. <laughs> <laughs> I, said, I totally agree, yeah. Okay. I totally agree, mate. Okay. Like, it's gone back to 13 bucks today. It's gone from 15 whatever we got it at. It was at $18, so he's... He sniffed us, mate. I totally agree so, with you, and I'm going to get Alan, into him when he gets on. Alan from Fakatane, uh, t- expel this out for me. What did he exactly say? He said he'd give us the starting odds. Um, I, I, I'm not exactly. Yeah, you know, ask him what he said, but he definitely on one of the other shows he said that um, you know, if if you let him know, then um, he'd give the 
he'd give the odds the starting odds. Yeah. I love this. I love this, Izzy. Mm. We've got our listeners doing our, coming into mm. bat for us. Paul is okay. going to. Okay. We're going to have to check the. But, but yeah, I've also got a bit of a story about Smithy from. Um, yeah, yeah. We, Tell us. Me and my mate. Me and my mate, when we were 10 years old, we um, absolutely loved our cricket. So we bussed into Eden Park from North Harbour. And um, we were there rather early and Smithy and some of his mates were, um, came out to the middle to have a look at the pitch when we were out there having a look at it. And, um, yeah, Smithy's so good at painting a picture with his words. But you know, back then he, he um, showed how good he is at p- painting a picture without any words because he... Um, he, he he stood in the crease and you know faced up, and then um, you know you could tell by his bad shot that he got beaten all ends up and bowled, and he um, he like threw his bat and then he ripped off his gloves and threw his gloves and stomped <laughs> off and <laughs> and yeah, well, it's not so smoothie. He doesn't get angry, does he? <laughs> he's been one of our favourites ever since. But. <laughs> oh, Alan, that's so oh, that's mate. so good. Dishing the dirt on Paul Moate and then Ian Smith. <laughs> that's great. All right, thank you, Alan. Have, have, a, have a great weekend, bro. Okay. Cool, thanks, mate. Awesome. It's so good. Alan's just come through giving us some ammunition. On 0800-150-811, the Kennard's phone line will be great. Should we ask John Barry after this? Does he mate, lose his temper John in the John Barry pub? will have some... <laughs> Yeah, John Barry will have some ammunition as well, mate. I love it. Let's, right. let's get to John Barry. Let's get back to John Barry. Baz and Izzy for breakfast, 20 minutes away from it. And this guy will have a full understanding of what goes on at Turk's Bar and the all, well, early morning hours of, early hours of the morning every Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Anyway, day two of the Hawks Bay Carnival was upon us with John Barry and Corsine Mav. Set to go back to back at wait for age group one company. Mav will start odds on in the market and when dead heat or lose will start this his journey to Melbourne or far, far bigger fish to fry. John Barry is with us live now. Good morning, John. Morning, Izzy. Good morning, Louis. Morning. How you John. going, mate? How's how's the great course I'm Mav tracking? Mate, he's, he's super. He's, he's really well. He's improved a lot since that first up run. Um, yeah, I just couldn't be happier with him and 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 the one thing is, with any Group One racing, all you want's an uninterrupted prep, and he's had that, and he's fine. Mm. Oh, he's had the uninterrupted prep. You you were a wee bit. What, what, uh, I guess you were wondering about the date shifts, uh, John, but it might have played in your favour because now you've got a dollar eighty pop in the second day of a, a Group One. They don't give them away, as you know. But he sounds like he's come on lovely, and he's going to get a a clean run at them. And and there's no reason why I, I don't think he would be winning. Is that how you see it? Yeah, it's isn't it just sad, um, and then I guess on New Zealand racing that with you no know, catalyst, Tavi Mack, obviously mm. the advantage and Melody Bella retired, and you know it's just man, it, we're just sort of quite light on in the wait for age ranks at the moment, which um, it is sad. Yes, they don't give them to you; they are Group Ones, they're the pinnacle we aim for. So, but I've been uh, I've raced in tougher fields, put it that way. Yeah. Hey mate, oh, what's what's in the Tarzino Trophy? And of course, I may have just run an unbelievable way, race, gutsy win in the end. What's you led all the way? You led all the way. You put the pressure from the get go. Is that the plan heading into this weekend's race? Nah, the other day was a bit. Those other horses kicked up underneath us as he, um, you know, there was sort mm. of four or five of them, and Riddell was trying to get across to get him a breather and. There was a couple of young young Turks riding there that just kept kicking up <laughs> underneath him, and he's uh, he's gone across, and in the end, 
it's given them the short back and sides and obviously got a bit of a holiday and a fine for it. But uh, but that probably won the race. He got a breather from the 800 to the 500 and then he's kept going. And the problem he's had is that he he just starts the last his trials and even that race, he switches off once he gets to the front. He's like, oh, I've done it, you know? Uh, so yeah, okay. this time, whether he lead or not, we don't have to lead. I'd, I'd quite like the stalk, but we've changed the blinkers, and he's got what we call visor blinkers on, and they've got a slit in them so you can see horses coming from behind. So hopefully he won't switch off, and the beauty with JKB Riddell on is, you know, he's a pretty strong rider. He, he doesn't let him go to sleep too often. No, he's a very, very strong rider. You, the, the, I think the beauty with this horse, though, John, is that you've kind of taught him to be a racehorse and be versatile. So when he goes, and we know he's going to Danny O'Brien, who's going to caretake, look after him, and then go to the Cox Plate, do you think he'll get the trip A to the 2000? And also, do you think he can, I guess, be as versatile enough to be able to race in any conditions at Mooney Valley? Yeah, I think I think the 2000 is not a worry. I think when he ran third at the end of last prep and hour with Pooney, um, that was a woeful track, guys. It was a slow nine down the back straight and up the home straight, but it was a heavy 11 around the corner, and he, he did the distance no problem, you know, finished strong. So 2000 doesn't worry me. Cox Plate's a different killer fish. It's a real pressure race from the get-go. And this horse, as we saw last Saturday, can soak up the pressure, so... That doesn't worry me either. Uh, Zaki worries me. It's <laughs> a very good horse, uh, um, but so does Jerry Ellington. You know? <laughs> Fair enough. Um, yeah, they look very good. Like they're scaring a lot of people away. But hey, if you don't have a go, if you never start an outsider, an outsider can never win. Mm. So I think mm. he can run the times. I think you got to have a go. You know, um, and hey, Mav doesn't read the newspapers and he doesn't have a TV in his box, so he doesn't. He's never yes. seen Zaki. He doesn't know what he what he does. So. You just have a go. Mate, you talk about the personalities of these horses. Do you, is, that, is that understanding? So you reckon Corsair Mav will get over there, he'll stand next to Zaki and stare him out, you know, say, come on then, <laughs> come, come see me, yeah? come race day, we'll see who's we'll see who's there at the end. Is that, is that kind of, they got a bit of a personality, these horses? Bit of grit. Oh, of course they as of course they do. It's a bit like, you know, you and your day when you got a bit older and you put that last good hit on some young young fella at fullback and you stand over and just look down at him and say, hey, I'm still here, you know? They, they yeah. do the same thing. They know, especially when they start winning, winning's a habit. They know they're good. They get quite cocky and they have a swagger. And oh, look, you'll get there and, you know, if we're lucky enough to win Saturday, well, then all of a sudden he's won three trials. He's won a couple here. And he doesn't, like I say, he doesn't know. If he's good enough, We'll find out, you know. Uh, if he's not, then we won't win. But if you go and they've just got their tail in the air, there's nothing like confidence for any sportsman, and, and the horses are no different. Mm. It's, I can't tell if you're talking, John, about Kulsai Mav or Smithy and Turkspar. Lay, the, lay a couple <laughs> out and just walk over them like I'm the king. How does he go? You know, we hear, about, we hear a lot about Turks and, and, you know, the legend that is Ian Smith there. How does he go at Turks? Mate, mate, let's let's talk about the elephant in the room first. About the class of the show with two ex-Lindis time lads on here, uh, Louis. That you know, you are in, in royal yeah. company. And obviously, at between nine, between nine and twelve. Let's face it. Let's be honest. The class of the show drops down just a step when the end takes over. We know that. Anytime you put a wicket keeper in front of a mic, you know it's always bad. But look, no, Smitty, he's champion bloke. He likes his sport. He likes his winning. He's not bad at spoofing. Yeah. Um, not that good this year. Clearly, you know, there is a current champ, the village spoofing champ that you're talking to now. Um, but yeah, look, he's, he's, but he pay, you know, he loses at the spoofing and he pays, uh, pays his round and, and doesn't moan. So that's, that's always handy.
Yes, nice. Oh, I love that. Love the golf chat. He's a bloody hacker, old uh, Smithy. I've seen his. Good. Hey, he went all right actually last last uh, game at Hastings. I think he shot at eighty two. Not bad for you, old Smithy. But now we really appreciate your time, John Barry, mate. All the best this Saturday, and all the best for overseas as well, mate. Cox Plate. We'll be watching with interest. We love having a Kiwi horse influence over there, so we'll be rooting. Uh, course, I'm Avon, mate. So all the best. Thanks for joining us. Cheers, boys. Anytime. Take care. Love it, John. There you go. John Barry, one of the legends of the industry, is he? He's such a good dude, and he's a close friend of Smithy's. Spends a fair bit of time at Turks Bar. Now, we asked Smithy for sleep on it. Will cool sign Mav, how will he go, and what's the grass on him? Well, we just got it from John Barry, but Smithy will yeah. tell us on sleep on it anyway because he will, he'll be dialed all the way in, and I dare say he'll have a fair whack of that hutchy uh, paycheck that goes into the uh, Smithy account balance later on to cool sign Mav as well. Seven, six and a half minutes away from eight, we'll be back to wrap up the hour and get to a couple of these texts about who you'd like to hear from on Baz and Izzy for breakfast. And we just caught up with John Barry, outstanding horse trainer. That was our Friday racing preview with Waikato Stud. Your source for a racehorse, Waikato Stud, today. Well, I've got one running at Tarapa in the famous Silks Race 3 medal, a very handy gelding. And then tomorrow, Cornflower Blue. We backed it last start, and I think we might have to follow our money again. $4.80 and $2 is in race number three at Hastings. It's a nice race, but it will take progression, the Savabiel Mia. So thank you to Waikato Stud, home of champion size, including Savabiel and Ocean Park. Izzy, plenty of ticks coming in. Plenty of ticks. There is. We've got a good one here. Get Mark Allison. He's a yarn. So I'll have to go chase up Mecca. I also got another one. What about interviewing Joe Collins, who came third in his rookie season in the Nutri-Grain Ironman? He's also the first Kiwi to win an Aussie title at the Nationals. He's a really grounded kid from Fitzroy Surf Lifesaving Club. That is from Josh. So keep those coming. Double eight, double three. Who you want us to, to interview, get some guests on, we'll get those for you. And I'll definitely chase up Joe Collins and Mark Ellis for you. They are two starters for now. Awesome. Good morning, you're listening to Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SENZ. It is Friday the 1st of October. Yes, we've made it to October. How good. It's just after 8 a.m. So thanks for joining us on the Baz and Izzy for breakfast. We've had a great show so far. We've had some awesome guests. Luke Jacobson joined us to talk about all things All Black selections, new changes, what is needed to beat South Africa this weekend in match 101. 101. So if you've missed that, make sure you download the app, head over to Baz and Izzy for breakfast, and you will get all things podcasts, all things guests. So keep downloading the app and keep getting over. We've had some great interviews. We also spoke to Tom Swartz. He's uh, part of the Chatham Cup, captain of the Cashmere Technical uh, Football side. They take on Western Suburbs this weekend. Yeah, great to chat to him. We just spoke to John Barry as well. We had John Barry on. He is a friend of the show. He is a friend of Baz. I mean... Ian Smith's, and he gave us a little dirt on, on Smithy. Smithy doesn't like uh, doesn't mind having a wee dabble on the golf, putting some money on the line. We all are. We're all competitors at the end of the day, and he spoke about course I'm Mav and the great horse uh, heading into this weekend. Tough, tough horse. New blinkers on. I had no idea about those blinkers and how they work, but they work an absolute treat. So there you go. He's uh, he's going to head over and face Zaki in the, in the Cox Plate. But um, head over to the app and you'll get all things from uh, John Barry. Uh, he's a uh, great chat, great chat actually, John Barry. And coming up anyway, just after eight, we're going to chat to Clayton McMillan, 
about the Chiefs. The Chiefs set up Warren Gatlin as the director of rugby. Director of rugby, Clayton McMillan uh, took over when Gats went away to coach the British and Irish Lions, and wow, he just turned that team around. Took them to a final, the Super Rugby Aotearoa, um, got the Chiefs back to winning ways. So we're going to have to chat to Warren Gatlin about, I mean, Clayton McMillan about the setup and, and just what's you know going on, how the changes have come about and what's made the, the Chiefs get back to where they usually are, winning games, winning competitions and, uh, yeah, looking forward to that. And then later on the show, we're going to have a little tipple. A little tipple. Our Friday tipple is Friday. We're here. We've made it. We're going to cheers all our guests. We're going to cheers you at home for tuning in wherever you are. We're going to cheers you. Thanks so much. And like I said, keep the texts coming in. If you want any guests, you want any guests next week, make sure you text us, double eight, double three. We'll try and get those. Bryson DeChambeau, he has made the top 32. He has made the top 32. He hit a ball, 353 yards to win his game. He, came, he was second place behind an American guy who was 356, I think it was, yards. So he beat him by three yards. But, yep, Bryson DeChambeau is on fire, the big man over there. Uh, but yeah, we've got a great show coming up. Got a great show with Clayton McMillan joining us. I'm going to read a few texts here. Covering the World Long Drive uh, competition, Bryson DeChambeau is competing today. Tomorrow, check professional long drivers on YouTube Live today. Adam, that's from Adam. Sport of the weekend, All Blacks versus Springboks. Everything else is irrelevant. Ha ha, that is from an unknown texter. The grand final will be the game of the weekend. Benji, drop goal to win it for the South. Benji to win it for the South. How good would that be if Benji went on and kicked a goal to win it for, for South Rabbitohs? That would be unreal. And then another message about Paul Moati. He said if you text at the time, the odds are there before the segment, like text and when the odds come out, if you think the uh, the market will drop. So that's where we've oh, gone wrong. Because Louis, I think, was... The well, reason we didn't do that, because Louis was trying to go down another direction, and I just had to pull him back and say, no, we're going to a tissue. We're going to a tissue, and that's the reason we didn't text uh, Paul Mwari. But that's okay. 13 bucks, I think we got it. It's not bad odds. We're going 50 each way, so we've covered all bases. It's going to be a great race. Great race. But, um, yeah, looking forward to this weekend's racing. Uh, it's going to be good. But, anyway, before that, we're going to head over to our McCafe Mick Coff Coffee catch-up. Clayton McMillan this week was confirmed to be Chiefs head coach for another year. With the homecoming prior head coach, Warren Gatlin, stepping into a director of rugby role. It looks a master plan which could strike a great balance of coaching, nous and firepower, firepower tactically. And Clayton has been good enough to join us this morning. Good morning, Clayton. Morning, team. How are you? Good, mate. Good, mate. Hey, uh, Clayton, uh, how, you know, how's, um, how's the new role? You've obviously been in the role for a few while now. And um, how'd, this role, how'd this come about, mate? Was it... I heard Gats was the one that wanted to front foot it. Uh, you've obviously had a lot of success. I've spoke about it on the on the show for the last couple of days. How just an um, you know it's going to be an unbelievable combination having two guys in there that have got different views on how the game should be played, mate. So how did it all come about? I probably answered the question yourself, there, Izzy. I think um, you know we we got together as a as a group myself, Gats and CEO, our board are involved in discussions around. Um, yeah, how do we actually utilise each other's strengths to get the best out of each other and the Chiefs? And obviously this is the conclusion we've come to and you know, we're both really happy and feel like we're going to you know, be able to contribute um, and bring different strengths to the table that you know, we hopefully will um, win us games and you know, put us in title contention 
you know, regularly. Hey, um, talk, talk, uh, like, how's it, how's it going to work? So you, so Gats will still have, you know, his finger on the team and still bringing a lot of ideas to the, to to you and as well. Was he just going to let you front foot it like you had for last year and, and the success you've been able to bring? Yeah, look, the responsibility of um, you know coaching the team is going to lie with myself and the other coaches, um, but Gets is going to obviously be there and. He's going he's gonna to really challenge us as coaches and, and, um, you know, and, and help accelerate our growth to which will ultimately you know, have a flow on effect to um, pro- providing a quality product to our, to our players and, as I said, you know, hopefully build some sustainable success. So, look, you know, Getz has got a huge amount of um, IP and experience, um, certainly mm. far beyond what any of us can, um, can match in. And it's just bringing you know that that extra set of eyes and that experience to the table um, to help guide and, and shape us as a coaching group um, to to direct us as a as a as a club and, um, and and then allow myself and the other coaches to sort of roll our sleeves up and get on the grass and and you know get stuck in. What can you put? What can you pinpoint it to the the resurgence of, of the Chiefs? What, what what have you instilled since you've been taking the reins with with the Chiefs uh, outfit? I thought you know in that trans uh, Super Rugby Altair all you guys were outstanding. Uh, just fell short in the last hurdle, but what can you pinpoint it to, mate? Um, a combination of a whole lot of things. I think, Gizzy, like you know, there's always even though the the club had a sort of tough run. Some bloody quality players in, in the team, and you know, you just you just knew that you know that 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 quality would come to the fore at some stage. Um, so it wasn't like you know there was a bad team here that I, that I inherited. Yeah. It was just a case of getting aligned and you know chalking up one or two wins and hoping that sort of become a bit of a flow-on effect, which which turned out to be the case. But but also it's an extremely young side, so you know gets and. Um, in, in the organisation, I think have done a fantastic job in um, sort of putting a roster together that, you know, was probably pretty lean on experience in comparison to a lot of our other competitors domestically. Um, and you know, at this level, you know, experience counts for a lot. And, um, mm. and you know, we, we've, we've had now a couple of seasons where those those young players a lot of 20-year-olds, a lot of 21-year-olds have had a couple of seasons under their belt. They've experienced some highs and some lows, and you know their development is going to be accelerated for those experiences. And, and you know we're really hoping that we can keep the bulk of the squad together for a couple of seasons, and we'll start to see the fruits of that labour. So, you know, there wasn't any one thing I think, mate, that um, mm. helped us turn the corner. Just a lot of um, internal belief, a lot of quality rugby players. Um, hard-working coaches and management team. Um, and, you know, as I said, it was always going to come. It was just a matter of when. Mm. Well, I thought, I, thought you've, I thought you've recruited really well on the off-season too. And you got a guy like Brody Retallick coming back. May you looking forward to getting your hands on him? Yeah, look, he's, you know, he's, he's a game-changer, isn't he? He's... Um, He's a bit of a legend around around here. You know, people speak of um, not only as on-field um, exploits that um, everybody, you know, enjoys um, watching on a on a weekly basis, but um, really, 
really drives some standards in around training and has really high mm. expectations um, of, of himself and, and that has a flow on effect particularly to our younger players so you know, when you start thinking of the likes of Josh Lord and Leggy McFennell, Naitua, Corey Tupo Vai, mm. you know, those sorts of guys getting to rub shoulders with uh, him on a daily basis is only going to be beneficial for us um, so you know having him back in the mix um, you know, hopefully a fit um, Sam Kane and few other guys that have got runs on the board, Atsu Moli, you know, they're all starting to turn the corner with some sort of longer-term injuries, and once we add them back in the mix, certainly bodes well. How does Atsu Moli go, mate? He was out, outstanding. He made the World Cup 2019, and he's kind of fallen away. Is he, re- is he recovering well from his injury? Yeah, look, he's had some significant injuries, isn't he? And it's, um, mm. yeah, as a front row, you kind of need the, the old... Um, the rig to be firing on all cylinders, otherwise, you know, it's, it's bloody hard to operate up there in the, in the dark places. And you know, he's had his challenges, but we've seen some really encouraging signs at the back end of last year. And he's, you know, obviously taking a really graduated approach to sort of getting some minutes under his belt through through the NPC. So all things going well. You know, we um, look forward to welcoming Atu back. And, you know, if he can get back to somewhere near his best, then, you know, he's. Um, a, a high-quality player that um, you can, can easily push for a place back in the All Blacks if he can get somewhere back to near his best. Nice, mate. Oh, we're talking about Clayton McMillan. He is the head coach of the Chiefs. If you've got any questions or any texts, give us a text on double eight double three, and we'll flick those to Clayton just before he leaves. Mate, I want to talk to you about Josh Uwani. Um, You know, you think you're losing, you, you are losing some unbelievable talent with DMAC going to earn billions of dollars overseas. But then you, you get a, a guy like Josh Uwani, mate. How's he tracking? And have you lo- had a lot of conversations with Josh? Um, oh, initially, sort of in that period when he was making the decision to, to, to come to us, um, there's obviously a fair bit of chat going on. But um, and once once he sort of signed on the dotted line, we really just left him and all of our players to you know, fully immerse themselves in their provincial union programs and, um, and Josh is no different. Um, but, yeah, look, it's, it's uh, you know, it's part, of the, it's part of the modern game, isn't it, that some of your um, players, you know, your best players, um, even in their prime, are looking at um, opportunities overseas. Obviously, Damo has taken an opportunity to go over to Japan and get a bit of experience, life experience over there, as you said, make some money, that sort of money that you've made over your career. So put himself in that realm, is he? Um, and you don't begrudge those fellas, you know, because they've, um, yeah. they've got families and they've got aspirations mm-hmm. and they want to set themselves up for um, for the future. Um, and, you know, from from a Chiefs perspective, David certainly earned that opportunity and we wish him well. And, you know, we're, we're fairly confident that he'll, he'll be back in the Chiefs jersey in the very near future. Um yeah, we've been lucky, and as far as it with Josh, we've been able to yeah, replace a quality player with another quality one. And um, yeah, he's a recent All Black, and you know we feel like he's got the potential to get back there. Um, he's obviously made a a pretty pretty his intentions pretty clear that he he wants to play ten, and 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 we see him as a ten. Obviously, he's got the potential to play other positions. Um, and you know, like everybody else in our team, he'll need to come here and demonstrate why he should be able to wear that jersey because we've got some quality players here already, and you know it won't be a right of passage for him. Yeah, nice, nice. Man, we've got a quick text coming. Do you still follow the bop? Do you still follow the bop? 
Yeah, 100%, mate. Yep, yep. So, you know, we've actually got a pretty good balance of, um, you know, you know, Waikato men and counties men and um, Taranaki men, Bayapini men and, and, the, and the Chiefs base. Now it's, it's a little more balanced, whereas previously it's been a bit lopsided one way or another. I won't tell you which way, but um, <laughs> but we're all we're all really uh, parochial. We're all, um, you know, really passionate about our provinces. And obviously, you know, I spent a long time in the Bay as a player and a coach. Um, so really, really the proud of... Of our union and where we've got to, and obviously they're, they're having a bit of a rough run at the moment. But um, you know they haven't had their luck with injuries, and and obviously COVID, you know, it's it, it throws up all sorts of challenges, and um, you know, they're not turned too well uh, this year. But I, I, I've got a I've got a, a good memory, and it wasn't it was only last year I think that we started off in a similar boat, and then we ended up winning five or six games on the trot and made the semi-finals of the Premiership. So. Uh, you know, it's not over till it's over. Yeah, nice. Awesome. Um, hey, I just want to quick ask you, just touch before we, we let you go, there's a question. What do you think of Super Rugby Pacific next year with uh, Fiji, Tarua and uh, Moana Pacifica being included in, in the Super Rugby comp? I think it's great, mate. Yeah, I reckon, um, yeah. you know, there's, um, with, with the Māori All Blacks, for example, have had the benefit of playing Moana Pacific. Um and you know we've played Fiji, and yeah, there's passionate, passionate cultures, passionate people. Um, love their rugby, you know, bring a physicality and a flair that um, that excites people. Mm. I, I think that you know it, it might be tough um, in the first year or two, just sort of adjusting to the, the demands of Super Rugby. Um, it's going to take a little bit of time to sort of develop a roster that that's got enough depth to deal with um, you know the, the inevitable injuries that come um, but you know they're going to bring something that we haven't seen to the table in Super Rugby for, for a long time um, and I reckon it's hugely exciting and I'm, you know, from Chiefs point of view we wish them well in their recruitment and we, we hope they put together a really strong roster and we can't wait to play them Awesome mate awesome thank you so much for joining us Clayton McMillan he is the coach of the Head coach of the Chiefs outfit, mate. Wish you all the best for the season and uh, look forward to catching up next year in, in the new year, mate. Yeah, you too, guys. Cheers. Awesome. Awesome. There you go. It is Clayton McMillan. He is our McCafe coffee catch-up for just after 8 o'clock and he gave us some great insights to the Chiefs and wishing the new outfits, Moana Pacifica and Fiji Drua, all the best as well. And I've got to reiterate, here's the other bay. Here's the other bay. <laughs> Where are the bay? Hawks Bay's the bay. We are the bay. <laughs> he, but I wasn't going to say that to his face. Have you seen him, mate? Big and scary. Wow, we. He is. He's a pretty tough competitor. He was a tough competitor. Tough, tough dude. But how mm. how thoughtful was he? Is he? I mean, I just wanted to let you guys yep. go there because he was. He really is considered, and he doesn't. He knows exactly why he's got this role. He knows, understands what needs to be done. He doesn't take it for granted. He doesn't take what they achieved last year for granted. I was super impressed here in mm. Clayson McMillan there. And I think if you're a Chiefs fan, you are probably not that you wouldn't have been, but I think you would breathe a sigh of relief that it's been sorted out, and that you have the head coach and the certainty. And I think that really matters, Ayers. Yeah, 100%. And, that, and when you look at it from the outside, when it first got announced, you probably think, oh, there's something fishy going on here. But then you just relax, sit down, you have a think about it a bit more in depth. It's just going to, 
I don't see nothing but positives out of this, you know, for the Chiefs outfit. When you've got two rugby brains that are totally different too. They see different things, you know. Warren Gatlin coming from the north, bringing some north ideas down. Clayton McMillan, he's been in the backyard. He's been, he's been a part of teams and, and cultures that he knows what understand. He knows he understands what makes these teams tick. So I can see nothing but positives for the Chiefs, um, and I think they'll be a really solid outfit this year. They've got some great signings. Brody Vitalik, who I think has been a huge loss to them in the last couple of years, he's coming back. And then you spoke about Naitoa Akoi, Tupo Vai, um, young guy Lord. You know, there's some absolute talent there. So. I reckon they'll be a threat, mate. And Josh Iwani getting another opportunity closer to home, closer to his family. And, uh, yeah, I think they'll be a real threat comes to rugby time. Love it, Izzy. Awesome interview, mate. And thank you to Clayton McMillan and the Chiefs for being uh, available this morning. It's good to hear the plans yep. moving forward for that Super Rugby franchise. It is 21 and a half past 8 o'clock. We're here with Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. Our friend, the party, Paul Mawate, up after this <laughs> on Bears and Izzy for breakfast. From a tissue is inch by inch getting there. That looks like Elvis. Private Eye, Aramea late on the scene. A tissue and looks like Elvis. A tissue with a nose in front and a tissue beat looks like Elvis. Aramea ran third. Anybody's guess for fourth. And a tissue wins the Epsom and the boys get paid. The lads are up and about and Paul Mawate, the party goes broke. It's that time on Friday we've lost the plot. Izzy's up out of his seat. Gee, you're still pretty agile for one leg. <laughs> Oh, mate, this one leg is really strong right now. But I can't get Paul on, get Paul on. Where are Where's you? the party? Where is he? Well, well, well. I've, I've heard I've had to come on and defend myself, boys. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, Alan oh, came pretty you. disappointed. We're pretty disappointed. Alan from Fakatane. Um, yeah. Yeah, mate. Yeah, he's, he reckons. And I, I, actually, I actually remember that too, Paul. But the reason, it's our fault as well because... We had to uh, show some initiative, which we're not very good at, apparently, to our <laughs> wives, according to our wives. Show some initiative and actually message you earlier. And we didn't. We didn't. We didn't. So, we slept. Yeah. We yeah. When, you, when you see the price and you think it's going to firm, send me a text, give me a call, and I'll lock that price in for you. To be fair, Paul, it, to be yeah. fair Paul, it was at uh, 10 past 5 on Thursday morning. So, just to clarify, can you are you going to make us an emergency contact so we can get through your do not disturb? You guys come straight through. You you've got the hotline. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm Paul, glad Paul, we're Paul, we're not the, we're not angry. Yeah. We're not angry. We're just we're just disappointed. And we, okay. and we lack <laughs> we lack we lack initiative. What are the other What are the other shows? Uh, tip. Who are we beating this week? Well, I'm glad you mentioned that, uh, Louis, because Smitty. Uh, who had the best result last week with the All Blacks uh, 1 to 12. This week, yeah. he's gone with Tyrell Hatton to finish in the top five oh. at the he's Alfred Dunhill Lynx Championship. And after the round one, Tyrell Hatton is in a tie for the lead after shooting a eight oh. under 64. <laughs> so, what was he paying? What's he paying? What's his odds? Five bucks. It was five dollars to finish in the top five. So he's currently in a tie for first. We put a $100 bonus bet on Smitty's tip. So if Tyrell Hatton does, in the end, finish in the top five, there's there's $400 cash waiting for one lucky listener. And if you want to be that listener, just head to the TAB website and look for the SENZ Showdown graphic and tell us 
which tips uh, which tip you think is the best this weekend? Um, so there you go. Smitty's off to a flyer. Tyrell Hatton mm. is in a tie for first at the moment. Only has to finish in the top five at the end of the tournament. So he's gone real. I, I know you boys are very, very keen on a tissue. And a tissue's come in as well. I think you got you boys got a, at around $13, now into 11 Ah, oh, eleven to yes, that was coming in hot, mate. What, uh, what about those other bunnies? What are those other bunnies gone? Uh, what else? The uh, oh, staff has stuck with the green and white, oh. and he's taken Manua two. I think it was minus five and a half. So mm-hmm. yeah, Manua two minus five and a half at around two dollars and twenty cents. And I think Beaver has done a little sneaky one. Beaver, Kirsty and Ricky have gone one or two head to head at around a dollar eighty seven, I think. <laughs> but jumped gonna, on his coattails. Smoke them. Uh, what are these what are these people doing tipping taking two dollar shots? Like there's all of this to choose from out there. And they're just <laughs> incremental gains. It's uh, you know I look anyway, it's not our strategy, is he? And that's all right. That time will tell. No. Time will tell. Hey, Paul, quickly, we've got to get to the news with Trudy and for Kubota. Great partners here. But um, today, I like one in the first at Tarapa, Swiss Kitty. Is that a bonus back race? I'm glad you asked, because yes, it is. It's a bonus back race. Races one and two at Tarapa today. And for the Harness fans, there's a bonus back promotion on races one and two at Addington Harness tonight as well. So Tarapa, races one and two. Addington Harness tonight, races one and two. And, of course, this weekend... We've got races one, two, three, and four are bonus back races from Hastings, Rickerton, Flemington, and Radwick. Beautiful, Paul. Beautiful, beautiful. Thank you, Paulie. We'll catch up Monday, and hopefully uh, we can get some more runs on the board. Paul Mawadi from the TAB, tab.co.nz. Always gamble responsibly, just like we do here at Baz and Izzy for breakfast right now. It's time for the news with Trudy. For Kubota, together we are shaping and building Aotearoa. 26 minutes away from 9 o'clock. Thank you, Trudy. Why did Lewis Hamilton... <laughs> Why did Lewis Hamilton have too much cheese? Because he won the Grand Prix. There you go. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> The Grand Prix. Wow. Wow. <laughs> are you a Brie cheese fan? Trudy. Yeah? Trudy, are you a Brie cheese fan or are you a, a, a blue cheese? No, I, I blue don't cheese or Brie? Blue I've discovered later in life um, because it was just like, ooh, smells like sheep dag. But I've got it now. I get it. It's with olives and, yeah. But Brie, definitely. Oh. What's the one that comes in the little circular wedge? Uh, Yum. I'll tell you one, Trudy. Get the blue, Castello. blue cheese, Costello. Costello, Costello. that's it. Costello. Costello. Costello blue cheese. Unreal. And I'll tell you what I had the other day as well. Sorry, Louis. You're right. I had <laughs> this is great. truffle. I had truffle and uh, truffle and goat cheese. I had truffle. Oh, must be nice. And it was had a bit of goat. Oh, it was unbelievable. The elite of New Zealand. I'll tell you now. Go and try it. Truffle. <laughs> And, and uh, goat cheese, I think it was. It was so nice. Done. Oh, you got me hungry now. I'll, yeah. go, try, I'll go try that. All right, maybe a cheese with our Friday tipple coming up very shortly. Thank you, Trudy. <laughs> and also, very good to point out in your weather there that this weekend we have got a massive, massive array of sports on SENZ, including the first round of the South Island Endurance Series on the SENZ hat, hosted by Kiwi motoring journalist and broadcaster Greg Rust. So I encourage you, all you petrol heads, to be fixed to the SENZ app. But right now, it's time to check up in on our Choices Flooring Poll. 
Choices Flooring's Room View makes choosing flooring easy. Visit choicesflooring.com.au to find out more. And the question today was nice and simple. I wanted you to have your choice. And we asked the question, what is the best matchup of the weekend? The best match, race, or, well, I guess... uh, Game of the weekend. Highlight of the week, no, end no contest. Very Elegant gets her 10th group one. That was on the text <laughs> machine. So Very Elegant fans, well, they came in strong as we were looking for who she, whether her or incentivize was the weekend matchup. We had the All Black South Africa, Very Elegant incentivize, NRL Grand Final, Manchester City versus Liverpool. And I tell you what, well, uh, the grand final, just as you suspected, as he has got over the top. Then Manchester City and Liverpool, very elegant and incentivised. And the All Black South African game, that matchup, not getting a whole lot of love. I think people may be a little bit put off from last weekend's performances, just from both sides. It wasn't the most attractive rugby, but I think it'll be better. Mm. But just confirming, the NRL grand final Sunday night is our choices flooring pole winner, the best matchup of the weekend. And that makes sense, doesn't it? It's it does, it does. Uh, looking forward to Sunday watching that, but what a weekend, what a weekend. That very elegant incentivised race, oh, looking forward. Two evenly matched horses. Incentivised has run five straight. It's won five straight, so it must be a hell of a horse. It's paying $2.60, and very elegant's paying $2.30. So there's some good, reasonable odds there for that race. So, nah, looking forward to this weekend, mate. It's going to be outstanding. And I might have, you might I might have voted for that one as well, and, and got the grand final up above um, good. Manchester City, Liverpool. Sorry about that, mate. I just had to go in and have my little vote. Mate, you, you're allowed your choice, just like everyone is allowed their choice. Just before we get off, we talk about uh, the racing tomorrow, very elegant, uh, part of Chris Waller's stable. Remember, Chrissy Waller, dollar dollar, came on the show yesterday, mm. and he kind of left us with a little tip, and the money has come. So the SCNZ Breakfast listeners have followed Chris Waller, the master trainer, in here. The group one, Metropolitan, uh, it's the ni- race number nine, Randwick tomorrow, over 2,400, so for the stayers, the same distance as the Caulfield Cup, no compromise with the lightweight Miss Kathy O'Hara looking to go back-to-back in group ones after she wins on a tissue, surely the race before. Uh, barrier 10, $12 and $4, opened at 16s, and it looks like people have got a piece of it at every point in the betting. So that was Chris Waller said that could be a lovely little each-way chance, still getting $4 a place there. And I must remind you, a few weeks ago we had on the show Jack Bruce, who is the Kiwi legend looking after Kieran Ma and David Eustace's powerhouse stable up in Sydney. And as you remember here, he told us he had this filly in the barn that was doing very, very good things at trials and workouts, and its name was Coolangatta. Mm-hmm, yep. She yes, is Coolangatta, I remember that one. opened extremely short in race two, the gym crack, which they won last year with Enthar, $2.00. But they think she's just going to win. She is very talented. James McDonald does the riding. She's drawn slightly wide, but you'd expect a filly of her kind of magnitude just to sit there, either roll up and go around them and kick off, or maybe just stalk them and pop off at the right time. J Mac, there's a lot of tips there, a lot of ticks there. So one is $14. That's no compromise. The other's Cool and Gatter at $2, two ends of the spectrum. But I think both equally good bets. So that'll get you and your old man excited, wouldn't it? Man, no compromise. 14 bucks. What was it at? What did it start at? Uh, it might be, I think it opened at 16s. Wow. So, so it's, money's come for it. Yeah, I'm going to have a go on that one, mate. I'm going to put it down. I'm going to put it right now and have a wee go on it. No compromise, Chrissy Waller, and a tissue. Maybe uh, no compromise into a tissue. Eh? How good would that be? 
Yeah. <laughs> It'd be huge. All right, Friday Tipple, what are you toasting to? Double eight, double three. We know what we're toasting to. It's been a great week. Friday Tipple with headquarters coming up. Send your nominations in right now. Double eight, double three. What are you toasting to after a busy old week with Baz and Izzy for breakfast? It's the 1st of October. Back after this. Yeah, we are coming up to a quarter of an hour away from nine o'clock when Ian Smith takes over. There's still a long way to go on our show, including this, which we love doing every Friday. Well, guys, we've made it. It's time for the Friday Tipple. Thanks to Headquarters Viaduct, the undisputed heavyweight HOSPO champions of New Zealand. Yes, indeed. Headquarters Viaduct, the undisputed heavyweight HOSPO champions of New Zealand. We're another Friday down, which means we're another Friday closer to going down and catching up with our good mate Leo at headquarters, having a vino in the sun, watching the races on a Saturday. I am hanging out for it, is he? I truly am, mate. So am I, mate. The beer fridge is well and truly empty, so I've got to go stock up after this, but that's okay. Right now, it's time for the Friday tipple. Thanks to headquarters viaduct, where we toast the best moments of the week. And today we start off with the captain, Al Capitani, Kapeni, of our show, Baz McCullum. It was Baz's 40th birthday on Monday. We're all missing him a lot here on the show. So it was a little bit emotional, actually, when Liz and the kids sent a message in wishing him a happy birthday. Hi, Dad. Happy birthday. Hi, Dad. Happy birthday. Happy 40th birthday, babe. Wish we could be together for your birthday, but we'll celebrate when you get home. We're so proud of everything you do for our family. You're amazing and we love you lots. See you soon. Happy birthday. Love you, Dad. Love you, Dad. Bye. Oh, that just gets me gets me going. Look, the girl's here, so well done to Lisa and the kids. I know you'll be missing them. Happy birthday, brother. And go on, Calcutta. Yeah, go on, Calcutta. Cheers, absolutely. Uh, speaking of Baz, on Tuesday we had Mike Ango from City Kickboxing on the show and, and his MIQ struggles for City Kickboxing is kind of... Well, similarly annoying for them. They're leaving their fighters and their coaches stranded overseas and really starting to work out and question what they're going to have to do to keep on fighting. These guys are effectively employers who go overseas as contractors, taking a number of employees with them. And, and we do need to remember that. And as a system, there should be some accommodation for that. Yeah, I know it's been a really tough decision for City Kickboxing to look at moving overseas, but as Mike pointed out to us, Izzy, there's kind of not really much else they can do. And from my perspective, Scott Dixon, Stephen Adams, Chris Wood, uh, the endless amount of Kiwis that compete offshore, um, some of our eventers, our equestrian team, they aren't less New Zealanders. So if they went, I would support them fully. Unfortunately, this whole kind of situation has played out with a lot of tension and emotion. And I just, just want us to not lose f- side effect that they are Kiwis and we do support them. So cheers to you, Mike Angoven, City Kickboxing. Nice, Louis. Nice, Louis. Then on Wednesday, we were lucky enough to have the one and only Nehi Milnaskara on the show to discuss the importance of normalising discussions around mental health. Have a listen. I'd love to get to a point in time when we don't actually say it's courageous or we, not, we don't say it's brave for people to speak out. It's just normal and it's just the right thing to do. So yeah, we, we're getting there, bro. There's so much awesome campaigns and awesome people doing some incredible mahi in this space. Because um, like you said in the intro, bro, it can rear its head at any time and doesn't discriminate, bro. It affects anyone and everyone at, at some point in time. 
Yeah, that was some great insights from Nihi. And um, look, I'll, I'll be open here and, and vulnerable. Look, I, I have my own little battles that I deal with on a constant from the outside in. Looking in, you probably think I'm energetic. I'm the energy guy. I've got everything you could ever dream of. But, you know, I fight my constant battles every day. And I uh, just want you to say it's, I just want to say it's normal. If you're feeling that way, if you're feeling down and, and you, you've got these weird thoughts or these thoughts coming through your mind, it is normal. It is normal. Don't brew it up. As blokes, we are so stubborn, we don't want to go out and get help. Don't brew it up. Ask for help. Ask for, um, you know, someone, you know, just, just be open about it. I'm still learning today to do that as well, mate. I'm, I'm the same. You know, I, I need a, a walk to talk as well. And, yeah, I just want to share, like, you know, it doesn't matter who you are, whether you're the president of the United States, we all have our own battles or you're a billionaire, there's going to be people out there that are struggling. So be open and thanks very much for sharing those, uh, Nehi, absolute champion. Now it's time for our toast of the week, which has to go to the great Benji Marshall. I made a list of my top five NRL players and this man was at number one. But, um, but even a star like Benji... Still has to do the dirty work and wipe his son's bum. Back to reality, wiping your son's bum, eh? Well, bro, as you know, part of the job is uh, you got to do those little things that um, it doesn't matter what time of the week it is, if it's grand final, it doesn't matter, bro. you got to get the job done. And uh, my son was going out there, Dad, I'm finished, hurry up. So I just had to hurry up and get it done, man. Oh, mate. It's something I've had to deal with many times myself. I'm so happy my kids go to the toilet. But there's nothing worse when you feel like you're on top of the world and then you get a, Dad, I'm finished. Come wipe my... You know the rest. Anyway, what an absolute champion he is. And uh, aside from that, I tried to get the goss from Benji on whether he was going to retire after the grand final. And this is what he told us. Well, I was just saying last night, like you don't want to say, this is going to be my last game ever because then... Now what you do is you start feel like you got to, oh, it's my last game, I better put more into it or I better, you know, try and do more than I usually do. But you know, with our team, we're really focused on process-driven stuff this week and I don't need to do more than I need to do. So I don't need those thoughts in my head going into the game. A very measured and focused response from Benji there. Not what I was hoping for, but I can respect his mindset heading into a very important game and has already historic, historic career. Go hard, brother, and up the Rabbitohs. But I want to say thank you to you all. Thank you to all all of you that have made this show what it is. We appreciate your texts, your phone calls, and thanks to the team over there in the studio. Without you as well, we wouldn't be able to do this, honestly. It's a team effort. So uh, great work, and cheers, everyone. There's the Friday tipple for another week. Awesome. Uh, here, Izzy. Uh, thank you to everyone who's texted and called the show. But love hearing your voices on 0800 150 So let's have more of that moving forward. That was the Friday tipple with head, oh, headquarters. Thirsty now. Just being the best and making a great <laughs> home for the winners in life. Headquarters Viaduct. We can't wait to be back down there. Smithy, the doyen, up after this. Yeah, Grant Elliott tomorrow with Daniel McCarty, the Saturday session. I'll be back with the mail run with Mickey G, Mick Guerin. Of course, we've got the good oil. And Sunday, if you're an NRL fan, well, you want to watch the pitches? Well, listen to the commentary. SENZ, your home for league. We have the granny on Sunday evening. So get amongst that right now. It's time for sleep on it, thanks to Temper. They've got mattresses, pillows, and adjustable bases, which conform to the exact shape of your body for unrivaled comfort and support. Izzy, yesterday we were asking Smithy about... John Barry and Corsine Mav, but we kind of we kind of broke the story. We kind of got the oil, didn't we? We we did. We got the oil, Smitty. Good morning. Yeah, good morning. 
gentlemen. Uh, fine show this morning. I've been listening, trying to get some motivation for my show, and who better to listen to than you two? <laughs> wow. Oh, thanks for listening, Smithy. We'll, we'll Cheers, have to stay on and listen to your sermon. I must say, Smithy, your sermon, your sermon, it is outstanding. You are very, very good at writing a wee piece, mate. Have you always been that good? How do you do it? <laughs> well, I didn't go to Linda's farm. You have about um, five no. stubs or what? <laughs> no, I, I didn't go to Lindisfarne. We actually, uh, I didn't, hit, I didn't get, get a scholarship and didn't go to the rich boy school. I went to <laughs> Rongatai College where you know, we used to have to share bits of A4 paper and, um, and sharpen the crayons and pencils ourselves. So uh, we had to learn you know, to, to write those things back in the old heyday when nice. you, know, you set school certificate, Izzy, and if you're in... Uh, and at, and at Rongatai, of course, if you're in the first 15, you got university entrance accredited. But if you're in the first soccer 11, you didn't. It was just one of those <laughs> times in life, really, I suppose. Oh, mate, you're very, very talented, I must say. Uh, we spoke oh. to John Barry about Callside Mav, and he gave us the inside goss. You, you getting on at dollar eighty, mate? Yep, uh, I'm getting on, and I'm going to multi it into a lot of things for the weekend. It's my inter Callside Mav, okay. inter Callside Mav, inter Callside Mav. So. You know, uh, All Blacks 13 plus in the cool side, everything in the cool side math, mate. So um, I oh, think nice. it's a great way to nearly double your dough with every multi. Uh, I spoke to actually, uh, I didn't waste my time speaking to John Barry. I spoke to Mike <laughs> Sanders, the colonel. Uh, the colonel, of course, is his right hand man, and he actually knows what's going on in the stable because he goes there every now and then. Uh, and the, the key is, uh, the key is that uh, it has worked beautifully on the Tuesday. It's strong. It's it's it, the horse nice. is just uh, a lot more educated. Uh, and um, Mike was saying that uh, he believes it's it's really good value. He also said it's a very weak field, Louis. It's a very weak yeah, Group One field. It's it's uh, Smithy. It's you don't want to be too negative about it, but it is one of the weakest Group One fields. Wait for age level I've ever seen in New Zealand, to be honest. It's, but anyway, correct. Anyway, well, Smithy, don't finish I know on you got down an absolute finish on an doozy. We'll finish on the up. Well, you got a doozy ahead of us. Thanks for tuning in, mate. All the best for the weekend and go well, course I Mav. And the mighty, mighty Hawks Bay Magpies. How good, mate. Uh, yeah, look forward to catching up with you soon. Have a great weekend. Thanks for all your help and your support throughout the week. Have a great weekend. Ka kite anō.